Shred Shed Podcast. Yo, what up? This is Earl Shreds, boy. And Sydney Shreds. Ooh. And this is your number one podcast. For all things rock and roll, music, or just plain awesome. Y'all don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got, at Earl Shreds. And don't forget to check out the website, www.earlshreds.com. Thank But Oh, my butt crack is totally alive. No. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's why you should pay attention. I don't know how you don't, like, feel. Like, nah, he was drawing visitors in. <laughs> yeah, I know what's up. No, they have to charge for that, though, bro. That's I've not, seen That's the, the, the paper? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the sensors, and I'll show you more of my butt crack. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be, like, the <sighs> thumbnail that, like, shows up. Oh, please, God, no. I'm pretty sure it is. They can't survive. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I see. Is <laughs> I think we're good. Hello, everyone. How do you? Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I just have my sound on. Sorry. That mic is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Are you still? Like, I can turn you down if you want. No, 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 no. She said that a minute ago, and the song's <laughs> been in my head. It was that. I could hear Toby tapping. Don't sit on him. Can you that dirty dog? That one there, Zoe. Go ahead, that Zoe. A little nasty dog. That's your dog. Dude, we're so alive right now. Oh, nasty dog. <laughs> that old dirty dog. That's if you saw kid. my butt crack, sorry, everyone. I said crack kills. Everybody's going to re... No, you can't rewind. Don't rewind. Rewind, pause, screenshot. Yeah, this is the butt or crack. Check, or check it out on OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. You have to subscribe <laughs> if you want to see more. Ooh, I'm <laughs> for that. Dude, are y'all ready to podcast? Yeah, I've been ready. No way, promise? Yeah. It's been a while. Hello, everyone, if you're watching. I guess I should go on TikTok Live, too. Are you unbanned? I'm unbanned, yeah. Let me go on. Sorry, everyone. Give me one second. I'm going on TikTok Lurb. Y'all get 30-day pauses? Uh, Yeah, I don't know if it's 30 or... I got a week. 10 days, yeah. <laughs> for extremism. <laughs> Excuse me. Matt said the shreds. I'm extreme. Is it is the camera switching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Just make <laughs> Shut up. Excuse me, sorry. Do I look oh I look like shit. Whatever. I had to run a bunch today at CrossFit. When it's like kinda cold outside, like it hurts my chest, you know? So I feel like I had like a smoker's call. My chest is hurting too. <laughs> mine, you, mine you is a drink? I've done no running. <laughs> <laughs> Today was probably one of the hardest workouts I've done in years. I'm worn out. Dude, um, hold on. Welcome to TikTok Live. Don't harass people or get banned again. Is that what it says? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised they've done that. You've been warned. You've been warned. They're so lame. <laughs> okay, well, it wouldn't be a podcast without... <sighs> Papa Tom. <laughs> Cody Beach to Oliga. He did it. It sounded good. Oh, you got, you got the top in? There's yeah, more. If you need more or anything, let me no, know. I got him, yeah. too. I for got now. me, too. Oh, yeah, you're way, good to way go. Way more than necessary. <laughs> How you doing, man? Doing swell. Today we got the one and only 
the Juan and only. Let me do. Before I really start this, let me check, make sure everything's on. If you don't see that red, see that red light on this camera right here? This one. Oh, yeah, I see it. If you see it stop blinking, tell me. <coughs> All right. Okay, because I don't want to. All right. If I get to the end of this and I don't have footage of you, you don't know how mad I'm going to be. Don't, don't look into the light. Yeah, look at it every 60 seconds. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. let me turn your your uh, gain up. We have the one and only Cody freaking Cuba from Crosby, Texas. Woo! Insert ear horn. Thank you for coming. This has been in the works for a while. Yeah, it has. I think maybe a couple months. I don't know. Before Christmas. Yeah, Before I know. Sure. I reached out to you, and then I just squirreled off. I got so busy, I think. Were you going to come earlier? Or I don't we just remember. We didn't make it happen. I think y'all had discussed it, maybe. But no, I sent no, you a no message, date. I think. There was no date. We kept, kept coming at. Yeah. Whatever, we're here. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. We're here now. We're here now. <laughs> yeah, ain't no big deal. And uh, where's your banjo at, dude? Was it going to be it's that quick? Him. Oh, you got it? Okay. Yeah, no, I just want to make sure you got it. I thought we were going to start everyone. Cody's, Cody was giving me a little taste on the banjo earlier, and it was kind of it was kind of getting my yee. He was putting the yee back in my hall, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sharing this right now. Hang on. Oh, you're sharing it? on uh, Sydney's sharing it. Don't forget, guys, we're live on... K O U B A. K O U B A. K O U B A. So yeah, if you want to, Cody is an artist himself, so that's how you spell his last name. If you want to find out who he really is, and I feel bad, I made you wear this. Well, we got the PhineasReb.com is the is the. You can go to CodyCuba.com, PhineasReb. It takes the same place. Yeah. So but you I, want oh, okay. you? What do you want to tell people to look? PhineasReb. Yeah, or Cody Cuba. It didn't matter. Either one. Yeah, I like your name. You can find That's, us. You can find me. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, just let me know. I'll tell you where Cody's at. You can go find him. Around. <laughs> you want to meet him that bad? Hold down in some honky yeah. tonk. He's hold up, yeah. Cody, um, as usual, we talked about all the things before, and now we're just... Rehashing them. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> see what PG see what we version. can see what we can remember. Yeah, that's what I, dude. Every time I do this podcast, it, it turns into that. <laughs> we had some highlight points out there. What was they? I always tell them. I'm like, I understand, like getting acquainted, like kind of chilling out there. But I'm like, sometimes that's some good stuff. Like, save a little bit for. I know, but it really. What you need is a hidden camera back there. Yeah, so you can just cut out. Never and even, yes. never tell nobody, and yeah. just let it come in there as raw as real. Because I mean, there's some things that are said. I, you could, you you could hit the buzzer, you know, and it, you know, yeah, keep yeah, it right. Well, but out there is where the names get dropped. The names <laughs> but you wouldn't, you wouldn't share that stuff. But I mean, like the good stuff that you pick up, you'd be, you could yeah, share. Yeah, I'm not in the business of blowing. I mean, I, nobody would come back on if I just fucked them and put them on blast. Right, no <laughs> doubt. And I guess now, I think I have a reputation on doing that because probably is. There's some stuff I've edited videos and I've been looking back on them. I'm like, ooh, even shit I've said, I'm like, damn, I gotta make yes. sure to get rid of this. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be respectful. Yeah, that's me. But we have the one and only today, the Juan and only, an amazing guitar player and an amazing banjo player from what I just heard. Oh. Yeah, so, dude. I know better. <laughs> dude, I just heard it, bro. I, uh, can just can you give me like 10 seconds on the banjo? Oh, man. Please. He's got to get it out. Please, Please bro. On. You know, I had to sweeten the deal and. 
that'll just yeah. It, it's been better. Everybody always waits till the end to play, but it's been better when they. And this is a special are you play thing. guitar. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Here we. What are we gonna play? I'm gonna put the TikTok on you. Okay? What are we gonna play? Is, is that your guitar? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I ain't never seen that guitar. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. I want to hear some Oh Brother Where Art Thou shit. Just tell me the. <laughs> just tell me the chords. G, man. Okay. I don't know. Oh, Toby. Come on. <laughs> e minor. Back to the one. Going a little slow there, buddy. <laughs> you play the chords, I play it. Can I play? A, I'm gonna play a faster tempo. That I'll, whatever you gotta do, play a song you know. Do you just want something you? Uh, uh, something you? Uh, yeah. Do you, can I do it in a D? Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't have my camp on though. I think I can. <clears throat> the G to the D. What is the? Okay, I can play it in G. Um, Sorrow, I've seen trouble all my 
Can I see? That's how it's it, it starts like that. Can I see? Can I you see? Can it? Do, yes, absolutely. So I can see with your eyes, not with your hands. <laughs> Duh. I, I would be okay with it. Be I don't careful. know how to play it. I just. He used to have one. I used to play it. I mean, I'm not. That's a Gibson RB250, man. And then I used to. Yeah, that's the roll right there. That's like a like the Scruggs signature lick, man. Do you know Deliverance? Ah, uh, yeah. Dude, can you play? Uh, I'm so, you don't have to play if you don't keep playing. We're just going straight for that it. That was really like the one song I learned how to play. <laughs> and so I did a version of that in high school with a guy named Terry McDaniels. And, uh, yeah, and, and I couldn't really, I didn't play banjo rolls at the time. I mean, I had like one. Say retarded anymore, but um, <laughs> I was gonna be the retarded kid from Deliverance, but <laughs> it was a movie reference. Movie reference, yes. everyone. <laughs> yeah, man, I had a banjo before I had a guitar. Really? 
I couldn't play it. It sounds good. <laughs> it sounds. I love the sound of a banjo. I've got that one. It, it's muted up. It's got a bunch of stuffing inside because of the electronics, but um, it's usually super loud. That's how you make it sound good with the pickup, I guess. Keeps the uh, all the feedback coming coming back because not only do you have a string, but you have head vibration as well, and so you get into big loops, especially on bigger stages. And oh, we go whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> thing sounds great. It That's does an sound good. Fantastic. Plays great too, man. I like that it's like black and chrome. Thank you so much for Reverb. bringing that. Reverb. Reverb. I like it. <laughs> Is that where you got it? Yeah. Nice. Thank you so much for bringing Absolutely, that. Absolutely, man. I um, I had one and I, I had to pawn it to get oh, out of sucks. jail. Because <laughs> my, my, my dad said, there's other banjos. <laughs> I know, I need to get one. I only got it because my dad was drunk as hell one night and he was like, you can play any guitars. Like, if I bought you a banjo, will you play it? And I was like, I'm, I'll try. And I learned. <laughs> I got pretty good at it, man. I was really good at it. And then I just had, I needed the money, and I had to pawn it, and I never got into another one. I never bought man, another one. I grew up, uh, like, in Baptist camp meetings, man. And, like, so I seen banjos and fiddles and stuff going on, and they were all, like, South Carolina, North Carolina folk be coming around migrating buses and stuff and anyway these bluegrass bands basically and it was like whoa these guys but are like killer gospel sure man that's awesome even better oh yeah are 100%. you from north carolina no i'm from crosby, crosby. <laughs> that's what i thought <laughs> no, but um in uh, cold springs actually it still goes oh, on yeah. at dyersdale baptist church that you have this camp meeting and Rochester family. It was a bunch of, yeah. of different folks that used to come around. Oops, sorry. No, don't worry about don't it. Don't hit the microphone. <laughs> Dude, no, it's all, uh, bro, it's all good. But um, anyway, they, uh, that yeah, kind of got us all hooked into it. And then we got back to Crosby and nobody played banjo. <laughs> so it was like, what do you do? And uh, Play the banjo? <laughs> I started, I took piano lessons in, oh, in, okay. in, in, in exchange. My mom was at the hairdresser there in town getting her wig done and... Uh, <laughs> She said, uh, like, did anybody teach guitar? And they were like, no, but we know a lot of you teaches piano. And uh, it was Jaja Jenkins, and uh, she was like, man, you learn to play this. You can teach yourself anything. That's and true, yeah. I've never taken a guitar lesson or a banjo lesson, so. So she was right. Really? Have you ever heard him play the piano? No, I don't I've think only so. seen videos, and you, he is, he's, I'm sorry I don't have a piano in here, guys. Uh, he's, we have one out Cody's there, an but... excellent piano player. Uh, that's my that, favorite. I I play a little bit. I too. tickle the ivories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. I've seen them, man. Yeah, I try. You're a talented too. individual. Thank you. Have you been playing? Um, not that I, you need me to tell you, but you are, man, you are talented. Well, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And now I've seen you play the banjo. <laughs> I've seen you sing. You, you're a good singer, and you play the guitar and the piano well. Did you, you just always love playing music, or...? Man, it's a tragic story. Y'all yeah, sit back. Y'all sit, sit back. back. Started, on, started on a rainy day. <clears throat> yeah. It was a rainy night in Georgia. <laughs> uh, I mean. No, uh, so as a kid, like, again, going to those th those camp meetings and stuff and seeing that, seeing, seeing the just, just, ah, there were no cell phones in these times, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> the olden days. <laughs> the olden days. And uh, no, but it was legit. The people wagon were wheel. really, really players. Like people played and, you know, they, they did it. There actually were no tapes and stuff like that. You couldn't do karaoke type stuff there either. You had to like 
you had to pick it or you would, you yeah. didn't get on the stage, you know? So. There was no touch tunes. Right. Like, if you wanted music at the bar, you had to hire somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like, they didn't have the Legit. app. They didn't have the app. Like, you got to hire. <laughs> and, you, and, yeah, that and they played all the time, too. So is that what got you started, was going to church and seeing the revivals, or, like? Well, all of the above, but, uh, yeah, just coming home and just, like, wanting to play. I mean. Because you saw it. But see, uh, so I, I already got banned on TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God. What do we Maybe say? Maybe because we're talking about Nothing. church and revival. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Could be. Freedom so, of speech, I th- man. I have haters there that uh, they report me. Every time I go live, I know somebody's trolling me now. I just don't like that. We have freedom of well, speech. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. You can, they didn't watch it on Facebook. Gotta have haters. I forgot. I got it back. Look, and I had a thousand views in twenty minutes. Wow! You're whatever they would have. People would have been buying things, and that makes them money. Whatever. I appealed it. I'm sure they want. Hold on, let me make sure my. Does it work quick like that? The appeal? Yeah. Yeah, it comes back. Wow! Like but the they movie? lately. So like like when you're live, I I've not done the. So you're live on TikTok or no? He was. But I was. It, it went off because he got banned because uh, uh, against company policy. Right. Something in something we said. Oh yeah. One time <coughs> they don't they don't tell you. I didn't even say nothing yet. No. One time we said midget and we <laughs> Neither got. Neither did banned. I. Yeah. Oh, it's probably because you said retard. No, but that was a while back. Yeah, that was. So that's no, why I was thinking maybe church or. No, somebody's or? somebody's reporting me. Ah uh, well. Because I, I have a mutual friend who's a guitar player. He does lives, yeah. and he's got trolls too. And he, he, they go on his lives and instantly report him. Sorry, guys. Oh, I'll go live on Instagram. Hold on. Yeah, Facebook is going strong. So, um, so yeah, you just you when you were at church, you saw it. So you went home and you said. So we would come home, me and my brothers, uh, and we would just had showed a major interest in it. And uh, mom and went chatterboxing around town. That's figured out we had some piano lessons, and uh, I, I, I stuck to it, but I, I knew I had it near. Like, I could hear yeah. chord changes, things like that, mm-hmm. notes, memorize, like, really simple patterns, but I could look at it and not, not look at it, but hear it. And uh, anyway, my brother didn't have the same thing, but mm-hmm. at the same time, took we, we both, we did 15 years of, like, lessons, lessons. Really? So that's your first instrument is piano? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then guitar. And then I bought, like I said, I went looking for a guitar at the pawn shops, you know, back in the day. Yep. <laughs> Find you a good one. Yep. And then uh, we ended up stumbling across a banjo, and I was like, let's get that. It was like 40 bucks. And I was like, score. Yeah. Was it <laughs> went home and like, dink, dink, dink. Was it a good banjo? <laughs> no. So it, sucked. no. it was horrible. It's a band. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you couldn't keep it in tune. I think I'd, I'd be making wood boxes and cutting guitar stocks out, trying to make it electric looking, you know, and Aww. just doing rock and roll things. Ever since <laughs> I was a kid, we, we, me and my brothers, and him, I, I took a, an old wash tub and put a face on it, built a bridge and used weed eater string. Oh, my God. I made like a stand-up bass out of it. It's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Like at like 12 and 13 years old. Dang. So I've been, again, <laughs> kind of encapsulated with the whole music yeah. thing. I was a Jerry Lee Lewis fan. I mean, yeah. like... I mean, my uncle, actually, my dad took me over to, uh, this is crazy, I'm getting off the rails here. That's um, dude, yeah. That's what I, know. Yeah. <clears throat> so my dad had to work with my uncle. He lives down in Pearland, and he's, he used to play in a band, so he had two of these red, t- uh, like, strats that were in his uh, garage. 
I go in there and there's no strings on it. You know, I'm wanting to play. I'm still young, you know, the whole nine. But he's got a bunch of old vinyl and it's like Jerry Lee Lewis. And then uh, what was it like? Uh, old shit, like um, she rocks in the treetop all Oh, day yeah. Home. Stuff like that. I can't even Is that Jerry? Rock and might be Chuck Berry. It's Chuck I think Berry. that's Chuck Berry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man, that's old. Like Rock and Robin stuff. But I'm playing this. He had this, you know. So I'm able to spin these old records, and like I'm just all day long. And my dad's out there working, and then privately it went on, and just it stuck in my head. And then um, we had some traumatic shit happen at home. I had an older brother that got killed on a three wheeler. Oh, no. um, anyway, so. It kind of caused some weird shit at the house, you know. Yeah. And um, so, um, anyway, so you had guitars and music. Yeah, so a good place just, to go. Got to have just, an outlet. Like, yeah. just sit there and do things. So. Yeah. Noodle a lot of the times and come up with different stuff. So, anyway, music was my path. Nice. It was your path. Well, I hate that it ended up that way, but. Well, you know, I don't know. I think it, it either way, uh, it, just all of the all of the influences, you know, yeah. it just kind of led this way, I guess. But it's been kind of one of them hard things to step off into a hundred percent, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, the money ain't there. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> yeah. The money ain't there, and it's filled with a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I feel you. This I'm, is true. Yeah, that's that. I mean, the number one reason most people quit being a musician is because they just they don't make any money. And There's then, no and money, their, and their feelings get hurt. It's less about the feelings for me. For you, yeah. Well, that's why you're still doing it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think most people get out of it because of their feelings. Because, like, we still do it even though we don't make any money. We just love to do it. But a lot of people, the first person that says, hey, your your new song sucks, they quit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't thinking about that away. How are you thinking about it? I was thinking, like... uh, Oh, hold on. See? No, I'm still blinking. Hold that thought. No, you can keep talking. I'm sorry. Freeze up, everybody. <laughs> pause. <laughs> no, I'm glad it beeped. Hard pause. I'm never going to get back to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dalton, he's bad at interrupting. Well, I got it. Are we recording? What was I saying again? <laughs> no, how are you? how are you thinking about it? What were we talking about? About why musicians quit. Like what? I forgot. Dalton said something about when people hear your first song, people tell you it sucks and then you quit. Oh, my gosh. It's always something, dude. Mm. I'm sorry. But you have other angles, too. Yeah. Well, I can't even remember the conversation. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. Oh, what is B? Phone, I had a phone call. You can take it if you want. Remember, you're all live, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying. Hey, Matilda, you're live. Man, what beer gonna you at? <laughs> We're at the Earl Shreds. Uh, <laughs> Shred Shed. At the Shred Shed, man, cutting a, cutting a podcast. You, you're live, so. <laughs> Don't say anything you're gonna regret. Say it again. I kind of gathered. All ten four. Now we had a camera malfunction, and uh, you called at the same time. And perfect. Now, now you ain't got me thrown off. I forgot what the hell I was even calling. You. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you. us. <laughs> yeah, we're at. All right, let me let you go. Heard people in the background got intimidated. Yeah, don't yeah, don't say nothing too outlandish. <laughs> let, them, let, them, let them know it's a rare occasion that I get intimidated. Hey, let, say it. Say it. Hey, I know what I was going to call you about. About make a, make a promo for Gidry's. 
Oh, look at that. He got a plug in. Hey, yeah, Ooh. you make it. You're all, you're in the microphone. <laughs> we just did it. All right, Phineas Rev coming at you live. This Friday night at Gidget Cajun Cuisine in Deer Park, Texas, and Center Street. Good to see you all there. Get there early because there will be a line wrapped around the building, but we're going to honk and talk it all night long. Let's do that. Friday night. 10 4. That was good. That was good. Good. All right, Ollie. <laughs> That's a pretty good little promo there. He did that right on time. Yeah, and I was like, I nailed it. Yeah, I think we're back. I restarted. We're he good. was watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. It. Dude, that was a great promo. I sound like the radio. <laughs> I know. That was Pat Batula, fiddle player. That's the fiddle player who plays with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that name plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, no. in great regard, I'm sure. Oh, Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Always. <laughs> no, no, no. Good things, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. a playing Everyone guy. says he's the fiddle player. I've well, never met him, but everybody does say he's the guy. He's a monster. Yeah. Truly. That's, that means a lot in a fiddle player. Oh, I only know about four of them. The rest of them have violins. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I dude. used to play the violin. Dude, uh, and I'll say it. I can hand, if I'm at a bar and the dude's playing guitar and he ain't that great, I can handle that. The one fucking thing I can't handle is a bad fiddle player. An out of tune fiddle player. Oh, that is. I can handle out of tune anything, but an out of tune fiddle player. Uh, that'll make. I mean, I can't. I can't be talking too much shit about fiddle players, man. No, I. I, don't, <laughs> you, I mean, you, just because you could, I, talk, I, you could talk about. I might need another one again. I yeah. don't want to come back and. But you ain't gonna get a bad one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you just need them. You just need them for the look. <laughs> No, no, no. It's I need no. I like to play, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to pick. Can you play the fiddle? No, no. I own one for. I I, I have one, but mm-hmm. no. It's a, it's a whole different mastery. Yeah. I mean, like the the bow application. I mean, I've I've, I've it's, looked it's at hard, it, yeah. looked into it. It's it would take me another lifetime. Yeah, I and took lessons when I was younger, so. The I said really, I, can, I can play fiddle, but I can't play guitar. Really. I, I didn't really put a lot of effort into it, but I mean, I can play smoke on the water, but that's about Close it. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, I took fiddle lessons or violin lessons when I was younger. Yeah, I had Jason Richards on two weeks ago. That you know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a talented kid. He's more of a violin player though. Yeah, I will say that. A viola. He plays yeah. the viola. Oh, he play, Yeah, he actually plays the viola. Yeah, it's bigger. Super, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> bigger. <laughs> but I saw it. We played with him at with Blake Brown at um. Shoot. The no, it was at a uh, Rowdy oh, Bucks. Oh, Rowdy Bucks. I'm sorry. And uh, that was recently, huh? Yeah, that was like two, two weeks, ago. weeks ago. Yeah, he was in town for spring break, oh, and right Blake on. asked me he needed a guitar player, and then Jason was in town. I was like, Hey, you're coming with me. You're not getting paid, <laughs> but just come. You ain't got shit else. You know, you're in town, and but he did. He killed it, man. He's the type of kid that he has to be motivated, right? Like, but I, he just has to be told like, go. Like, yeah. come he just on. don't know, know when to assert himself? Or, yeah, yeah, he's just young. Yeah, but, oh, 100%. But, you know, that's what I like about him is he doesn't choke. He's like, pretty, yeah, he's pretty humble, so you have to kind of, like, give him a little pep talk. Like, Yeah, but he's capable of stepping out there and getting it. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, a lot of people, when you're like, go, 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 they just choke. They, you know, yeah, adrenaline up and rock and roll. He's the same way in the studio where a lot of people go in the studio, especially, you don't even have to tell them, they just know, like, your shit's about to be recorded. It's got to be good. <laughs> it's right? Choke. Yeah. But you can get Moses, or not Moses, that was our old field player, Richards in the booth, and you can be like, play this part sick, 
and hey, he'll never get it the first time. He'll be like, no, that was not it, uh, Richards. Play the sickest thing and get it out. And that's how we came up with uh, the fiddle solo in the intro of Hurricane. I love it. I love it when when somebody can, uh, like a producer or even another player, whoever's there, if you can set the, 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 the moment or whatever you're trying to. I mean, again, as a writer, you know, if you've created the song, you know what it needs. And then you've got somebody else coming in to play the part, and it's like, man, that's not what needs to grab. But how can you paint a picture for them to, hey, man, yeah. there's 30,000 people in front of you. I need this kind of energy. Or, hey, man, we're sitting in a, in a little lounge doing our thing, and yeah. I need this kind of vibe, you know, that that kind of thing. And that's to me, is when a producer really steps in and does different things, and you're able to grab the most out of everybody, you know. That's Again, a if you good can, producer, yeah. Yeah. Like so, you said, you but he's able to. He's a you know he's able to step out and do that. Apparently, obviously. Oh, Richards, yeah. yeah. His um, I don't know. I don't know if you listen to the song Hurricane, but his, I always say, yeah, his fiddles. I mean, that was the first thing anybody heard from us was his fiddle, and it yeah. is a sick fiddle solo. Yeah. But we played with him at Green Hall and all the other big gigs, and it was like he was real nervous. And but then <laughs> he was young too. I think he was got, seventeen at Lukenbach. Yeah, and I was like, he's not that old now, huh? He's 19. 19, I think. But yeah. It was a lot of me being a dickhead to him, really. Because I'd be like, hey, he would play with his back turned to the stage, I think. Was that him or was that Moses? Moses used to. Oh, yeah, Moses. I just remember a lot of me telling Richard, like, hey, just fucking play. I, it's but, show business, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just, like, shy. We, yeah. we snuck him a beer and... Tell him to chug it, and they went on stage, and he was fine. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> here, do some drugs, man. Yeah, I Need really a little would. motivation. We, you know? Before we played a Lukenbach, and he was like shaking, and I was like, ah. I grabbed a Bud Light out of the cooler, and I was like, drink this right now. And I would say, that was me. I made it. Yeah, we made him <laughs> chug it in front of us. Like, don't sip it, chug this. And then he killed it, and he got all the ladies, and for- he felt like a winner, and personality went up. Yeah, he's yeah. his chest well, is all puffed up. He's yeah. also with a bunch of almost thirty year old or you know, some thirty year olds and he was seventeen and it was his first show. <laughs> Not first, but like he's playing on Lukenbog, opening up for uh, John, John Wolf and yeah. Roger Crager. You know, all of his friends are like playing Pokemon or something. <laughs> he's at the honky tongue with us. So he was super nervous, poor thing, but he killed it. He did a great job. Yeah, um, there's a reason he's in the orchestra now. He's he's gonna Yeah, he's like third chair. In the Rochester Orchestra. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had a scholarship to go to New York to play the viola. Yeah, that's no, where he yeah. went. He yeah. plays in the Rochester Orchestra now. You can tell he's Some, he's more violent now. but Yeah, classically trained, yeah. Well, if you read notes and then there's ear and there's improv, you know, improvisation, yeah. and, and, and then it's two different styles. But mm-hmm. from when he, was, music, when he was but, back home last week, I could tell he missed the honky tonk, like a rowdy <laughs> bugs. Yeah, you could tell he missed. Well, like, they're probably accruing hours. Like it's so studied when you're doing yes. that. You know, it's oh, not really enjoyable. Like, I mean, what do they need? Like ten thousand hours of playing to it's become ridiculous. a uh, everybody he plays with or something like everybody that. he plays with is like super like. You know, like it's a competition. You know how it is. Oh, there, yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, so, yeah, they're competing for chairs constantly. Yeah. yeah, that's what he see. He said that he didn't. I don't. I think he does like it, but he said it's. It can get. It's not 
fun. It's music for work. Well, it's a job essentially because you know he's there at school and like he's yeah he get technically he's getting paid to play the violin. Improve his skill. Yeah, because he has I scholarship. Him, I, said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bail on it. No, he's <laughs> no. not. He loves it, but he just. He likes being able to improv, like yeah, you said. Yeah, he so. does. He misses the honk. He misses showing up with a bunch of us. The thing asses. is, though, that that there's so much rudiment and learning, you know, and mm-hmm. play, playing like that. And when when he's through with that, he'll be able to come back and like smash it. Oh yeah, he did. Go like ah. when he was here, it was yeah. Like, oh no doubt, world of difference. Yeah, that's that's what I told him. It's like we're however you think about it, how hard it is, is good right on your musical resume. Right. You know, you can oh, get yeah. hired on. But, yeah. And that ain't it. That that kind of stuff there's legit <laughs> musical background. You yeah, know? seriously. Like, hey, this is on a resume. Yeah, it ain't a. Man, I got 25 years in this honky tonk. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll take the honky tonk over that fucking orchestra shit any day. Sorry, Richard. Aw, <laughs> so. You got me fucked up and go play with a bunch of liberals up in New York. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Um, I have a question. Duh. Did you go, like, fly solo for a while? Like, when did you start, like, getting into, like, I want to play music, I guess oh, not for a living, but um, or did you so, start with Phineas Fred? Like, no, no, I, I've been playing for a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I started picking, um, I had some friends that kind of the same as everybody else uh, in high school, but, like, most of my buddies were, like, seniors when I was a, a freshman, mm-hmm. and... They went off to college and they would come back and like during Christmas break and shit like that. And like I, I played more, I'd sense the piano, so my guitar skills were a little more elevated than theirs. Yeah. And so they come home and we'd all get together. So I was getting to run with these dudes that were going to college and man, we were jamming some Buffett and doing all these, you know, just <laughs> I mean Jimmy? the shit that was going on with them in college. I was getting to live it out about three years earlier than nice. you know most folks and. uh Anyway, fun stuff. But, yeah, it kind of started there. And then uh, our buddy Shane Welch, Shane Welch and the Lost Cause was the first band that I ever put to, or was with over in town. Mm-hmm. Crosby and uh, we had big dreams. We were going to play the uh, the Silver Barn and the uh, the rodeo arena thing over there. You uh-huh. Know? And uh, <laughs> so we did them all. And then, um, you know, it, it was wild. Um, at one point, they... Um, Oh, I mean, me and Notgrass, my buddy Aaron that plays drums. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, me and him were the youngest. The other guy's 27, and then the rest of them were college and military. You know, the, mm-hmm. they'd already been out of, out of shit, seen some shit in life, you know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they uh, they kicked us out of the band. Hey, oh, man. No. I was like, well. And then my mom had, like, like, she knew my interest in music and was way out there, so I was like, I need twelve hundred bucks, Mom. I'm visiting to buy the PA out from under them. Oh. So I went in because I actually purchased all of it and went to Guitar Center and figured out what was what and did all the deals. So anyway, we borrowed some money and uh, anyway, I got the PA. So then they had to go find their own PA. And that's half the battle when you're a young band. Yeah, you know? so, getting all the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> we're back in. We're back in business. <laughs> Rock so, and roll. Anyway, kind of took off from there and uh, and then um. Guitar stuff again. I've been playing since I was a kid, so I got hired on with a band called Fco, which was um, my buddy Thomas Watts, Thomas Watts, uh, Ryan Ryan Muka, uh, shit, all them guys, Michael Stencil. Anyway, they bunch of old dudes. <laughs> no, kind of like the uh, the early John Evans, like ninety nine mm-hmm. to two thousand three, two thousand seven, somewhere in there. Yeah. So. Um, 
but it was kind of like early Pat Green, like yeah. so I got to do a bunch of cool shit with him. He opened up for Pat Green multiple oh, times, yeah. Nice. And no, you you said he played in a stadium or something with it. Glen Rose Amphitheater back oh. in the day. I've still got a thing, and it was uh, oh, I didn't even get to that out there. We were talking about uh, yeah, they had like a Passion of the Christ thing that went on like the day before. <laughs> oh, no. So you had all this stuff, but in the green room, it was like they had these signs that were like, "It's not all about me," you know. So that way, the people that were there, representing, you know. Christ and, and the whole thing, yeah. they weren't, you know, getting full of themselves. Yeah. We're not big stars, you know. So I took it and stole it from the Passion <laughs> of the Christ thing and stuck it inside the band trailer. And I've still, I've, still, I've still got it. Oh, I got a better one than that. <laughs> it looked a whole lot more reason. I made mean, 92 years of uh, whatever. This is right when the movie came out. Passion of the Christ. Yeah, <laughs> At the same time, it was oh going on. They had like a live theater thing, and then there was like this <laughs> moat with plexiglass you could walk out on. So you're like walking on water? Uh, no, the guitar player can, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said he was walking like... <laughs> you gotta, you've got to go take a step out over the water just yeah, to see. Yeah, absolutely. What it feels awesome. like. I would have had the spotlights right on me <laughs> while I was on it. Hey, it was rad, though. Um, it was There weren't cell phones and stuff, yeah, yeah. but we had a video camera, and we were like, we're shooting a live video. And, like, I don't know who heard it, but the sound guy, we were talking, like, the amphitheater is, like, massive, 30,000 mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Doo, doo, doo. They killed the lights immediately when we did it, and we turned it back on, and then, like, we had all these random people just throwing up hands, and it was like, oh, y'all don't know who we are, but we're rocking out, and y'all think y'all are getting on some kind of a video. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Be, you and still it, have that footage somewhere? I'm sure it exists. I don't have it. Dang, that'd be cool to see. Thomas does, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, that needs to be re-released. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's, there's there was a whole lot of stuff that was kind of like, he owned Macs before there were Mac. Like, Mac was cool, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, way before the iPhone. Yeah. I mean, he used to, I used to say, man, I was on the, yeah, Cuban is speaking spell. <laughs> so they would kind of clown on me. Did you ever meet Pat Green? Um, yeah. No, so uh, Brett Dennerher lives right there in town, or used to, and uh -huh. uh, Kelly, his brother, did or got shot over there in town. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, but I've known the Dennerhers for, for years, and so Pat. So they came to Crosby. My buddy Shane, I told you I was in the band, the Shane Lodge a lot. He was 27, so they were much older. So they were kind of like, him and Pat were more or less the same age. Okay. And we were like kind of kids, I guess you'd say, I was 17. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I wow. kind of got to, to see the whole whole deal. But, you know, he'd come down and they watched our show. We would play in like the side tents and then he, they would come down. But I remember him, our set list, we were doing some old Merle and different things like that. And he would come up and go, hey, you know, that reminds me of my old set list, you know. Like, yeah, that's good shit, you know. So. That's cool, yeah. I played Wave on Wave many, many times, so thank you, Pat. Man, it was kind of pre-Wave pre on Wave, man. He was still doing uh, all the, um, what is it, uh, shit, lost for words. Um, <laughs> the old school shit. Yeah, the. Uh, my favorite song is Let Me. But I think that's, like, later than, or, like, after Wave on Wave. Ah, oh, there is an old Pat Green song. I bet I know what you're talking about that I like. I can't remember the I name. mean, you can give me that guitar and it come right back to me, but no, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> give, give uh, wave Southbound wave. 35. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Take yeah, me yeah. out the dance hall. That whole realm of stuff. I like that too. It's kind of pre-Wave on Wave, you know, Wave on Wave come after that. that. He was more Texas country regional. <laughs> yeah, if it flies, it dies on Saturday night. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. 
Because I, I think, but that was so. So, it, it, from my experience, I grew up. I mean, you were just inundated with this '93 Q and whatever the hell was going on, like Houston radio. Yeah. And there was, I mean, my friends going to college that were three or four years ahead of me were bringing back Pat Green, Corey Morrow, these guys. Yes. And it, there wasn't internet to to, to swarm mm-hmm. it around. So we were like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then, like, they kind of sounded like shit. So, like, <laughs> I mean, you listen to Robert Earl, everybody would, yes. would be like, oh, no, he's horrible. My family, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not the quality. It. Hey, but you're not listening to the lyrics. Like, this is... I'm soaking it in. I'm getting it. You're not getting it, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, one so, of the high production stuff. But then it was it was so weird. There was just this counterculture of that going on, and it was a whole scene. And I didn't realize it at the time, but but we were we we did our own thing. There were there were you know there was like kind of a rockabilly thing. Jesse Dayton was doing his thing downtown. I mean, there was a Houston thing still vibing, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the same time. So not anymore. No, <laughs> it's hard pressed. To, no, I don't. Man, I don't know. I, yeah, you say that, but I think there is. I think I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, the fact that we're sitting the, here, the venue, is, yeah, the venues, there's, 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 the venues just won't hire them. Who's that? The venues downtown, they won't hire them. They're just hire. They just want background music. They're totally it. I'm fixing to go back to the Continental and get real again, man. <laughs> the Continental Club? We oh. love the Continental Club. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's I'll go the, with you. That's I'll, the best, I'll man. play with you, yeah. Let's do it. I, I thought even the uh, the Continental Club, they need they need somebody like they, you in there, yeah. They still bang it, man. I, I went down there. Johnny Falstaff's banging it down there still. Um, we I, saw the Disco Expressions band, like the 70s, oh, 60s, 70s. One of the band. best. Was it cool? As a oh. cover band. It was so much fun. They've got an outside deal to, going on, too. So, like, even when you're mm-hmm. when, when you're done, yeah. it used to be where everybody smoked pot and you shit. You go out with the big. It's yeah. the still, same like, yeah. way. still the place where everybody goes big. Yeah, yeah, it's the same way. Dude, yeah, Disco Expressions, that was the last time we were there. And that I, was fun. Oh, I boogied my ass for till, till, till they closed. Mm-hmm. But uh, Blue Houston Blues Society used to be that way. I don't. I don't they were there. That, I, don't, I think that's where I got their shirt. Actually. I don't mess with them that much anymore. I don't, I don't quite like what they got going on now. I haven't, man. I haven't been down there in a second, and it's. I haven't done anything in a year, other than well, fulfill my obligations that I had to do. You know. I mean, I played down there, and it's just like the the people there. They want to hear us, but it's always the venue owners like you're too loud. Yeah. Background music. Yeah. You know? And then there's the outside things, but I, I we've done well more with the acoustic-y stuff, you know, mm-hmm. especially in the inner city. Yeah. That's what they want. It's hard, us as a full band, but, I mean, we killed it at Wine Garden. They, they just ain't banging, bringing, like, the big bang, like, let's thump it in the front, you know, maybe it'll— yeah. Evolution will redistribute that again one more day. Every, everything comes back in style. They kick, us, they kick us out. They, uh, the rustic, <coughs> the, main, the main rustic downtown got pissed at us because we did that. Because we, when we played there, our first gig, they got a house down there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but we were like, hey, come they to the off front, the mains. huge show. Yeah, come. No, I'm talking about the downtown that next to the Toyota Center. Oh, okay, okay. And but they got mad because. Um, all of the tables in the front are supposed to be seated for the restaurant. Yeah. And we got on the mic and we were like, rock, we were playing rock music. And we we're like, come to the front. So everybody came to the front. And they were like mad at us because we told them to do that because they couldn't see people at these tables. Right. I was like, 
There was an Elton John concert at Toyota Center, and everybody came after Elton yeah, John, so it was like packed. There were hundreds of people there. So it was like, we were having a good time, and we were like, come up, show was lit. But then afterwards, they were like, I can't, y'all shouldn't, y'all shouldn't have done that. Those tables are for the hostess to seat people at the restaurant. And I was like, it's like a 40-foot stage. You got line it's arrays. It's hundreds of people here. What the fuck are you talking about? You think I'm worried about some lady coming in here eating her fucking breadsticks? Like, and... <laughs> Maybe I mean, that. yeah, I don't know the business details because I don't do the booking. I'm not involved with any of that. But no, when they get so corporate though. We man, haven't played there since. I mean, I it, that's what it is. I don't, don't want yeah, I, I to kick myself in my own ass. No, but, I don't want you, know. you to either. I'm saying this. I'm not speaking for you at all. But, but that, it's, it, those, those type of venues, like, again, you know when they're bringing in the bigger acts, they're banging them. Yeah, but that you, was there like a couple months ago. Well, that's because they sell the tickets because they do. They they, they remove the tables. And I'm like. Uh, I got you. I got you. Isn't that Pat's place? And I'm like. Uh, that's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, the security guard that night, he said, well, you don't do that at Tillman Fertitta's bar. And I was like, bro, I am poor as fuck. And I live out in the boonies. You think I give a fuck who Tillman Fertitta is? <laughs> the fuck? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on their list. I got kicked out of the Post Oak location, too, because the dude, I walked out, and the dude had turned us off in the mains, and um, I was the only one that brought an amp. The other guys were— So you had control. Yeah, and I went out there, and I was like, why the fuck are they turned off? And he was like, y'all are too loud. We just went, and I— it was like during the World Cup or something. Yeah, they turned, turned on the audio of World Cup on the mains. I just rolled all the knobs up. It's like a 51. Went to screaming? Screamed yeah. in. Yeah. And the manager came up, and I, he, he was calling the owner, just looking at me. And I was like, I <laughs> got on the band list. They'll never invite me back, but right. I don't give a fuck. Fuck. I'd rather, dude, I'd rather play at I got banned from, I got banned from the Redneck Country Club. Really? I can't. I almost, I don't know. There's too many cameras. <laughs> no, I've I heard, got a video. They're, they're very corporate. I'm, they're yeah. very, very corporate. I, uh, I, man. So, uh, we got in there one night and playing, and you know, it's a little ring gig, especially for mm -hmm. like the one man, two man thing, right? So, so we're chilling. Nah, I shouldn't tell the story. <laughs> anyway, just don't be there suspicious. Was, there was a, you know, you've been in the green room, the back end of it, because there's a bunch of pictures uh, and shit on the wall. Yeah. There, there were. And, uh, anyway, there was one, I mean, Gary P had nothing to do with this. But, uh, Gary P anyway, <laughs> but I, I had a, I, I didn't, then slipped on the bottle pretty heavy, right? And, uh, and and they were feeding me this shit. It wasn't like I was asking for it. It was being yeah. provided by the people there, you know, and they was whiskey after whiskey after whiskey. I'm like, man, I don't even like whiskey. I don't even want to drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that's Michael Berry. He wants to get drunk at the Redneck Country Club. Smoke a cigarette. I ain't saying nothing about Michael. Take that back. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. But no, he, like, all bullshit aside, I walk out the deal. And I told Riley, I said, here, you want to say something funny? And I have him turn the camera on, and then I turn around and I punch Gary P. <gasps> and I bust the picture frame, oh, the whole no. thing. And then I was like, go hit your daddy, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> go hit your daddy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we ended up leaving. And so then like two days later, I was like, I'm going to hear something about mm -hmm. this. So you didn't even play? Or was so, this after the show? This is after the show. Oh, okay. okay. This is after they done. Way the, after the The bar the show. done got me drunk. Gotcha. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's my disclaimer. I got yes. my, my first phone call and then email going, hey, we got multiple videos of you. I was like, well, cool. Can you shoot me the video? I want the footage. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, plus I had my own personal. So I got three shots. Camera one, camera two, and then camera, camera camera Riley. So anyway, but yeah, I did that. And um, <laughs> over $150 check because it was like, I don't play. I didn't come here. It's way too big of a place. There's way too much money flowing through here to be paying me to do that for $150. Yeah. So, anyway, I heard the I, heard I had to pay three hundred fifty dollars for the. Uh, so you had to pay to play. <laughs> no. Well, so yeah. get, get the picture well, reframed. Well, we got it reframed and got it fixed up. And <laughs> Pat actually went to Gary and told him what they were playing a show here not too long ago. He was working with uh, uh, Curtis Grimes or somebody. But uh, anyway, they did a show with Gary P. And he was like, "Man, my buddy busted up a picture of you." That's hilarious. Yeah. I got a better. I, I scratched a. Uh, Took a Martin guitars a long time ago, 2003 or so, for FCO. And this gal come over, she was like, Man, can y'all sign this? I pulled my blade out and went to scarving my name in the side of that thing <laughs> and didn't think nothing about it, right? Till the tears were started. Oh, oh no. upset this gal. And I thought, I mean, you want me to sign it? You want me to mark it? I'm yeah, marking mark it, it forever. Yeah. So I whipped the blade out and uh, look, man, she, uh, she started crying. <laughs> My buddy Thomas, Thomas, the anyway, he coming. What is? What are you thinking? I was like, <coughs> she wanted an autograph. I thought it would just make it really cool, you yeah, know. Yeah, I thought that. Anyway, Willie Nelson come back and took the C, because she stopped me after the C and come back and put the W with the C and corrected it and and did the deal. So anyway, Aww. and she got her story. Yeah, but it took a little. That's a so, great story. That's awesome. Man. Somebody yeah. whipping a blade out. Why'd she on a, cry? Well, at the time, it was like a bigger deal. It was, this was months. Probably even a year later, she got Willie to come back and do but the But why'd she cry deal. when you carved it in there? Who cares? I don't think that—I think she thought I ruined the guitar. And, yeah. like, to me, I was like, no, I, I was just putting my name— You, I mean, that's what I'm writing on. Yeah, if you're going to sign it, why it's not It's forever, right? Yeah. yeah. So what's the difference whether I do it with Soft. a pocket knife or that's a Sharpie? Yeah. I thought it was cool, that's too. That's cool to me, yeah. I would have told her, if you keep crying, I'm going to carve my name into you. If you keep crying, I'm going to stab it <laughs> all the way through. I'm just as hey. good at humans as I am at <laughs> you want you want my name in you forever. <laughs> Come here, baby. Hey, that's a baller move, dude. That's Hell. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that man, was the, the young bro- man's ego, man. <laughs> that's dude, funny. that's boss level shit, dude. Hell yeah. That's cool though how it ended up. Like now, like you said, now she has a well, story. She, now, now this, yeah. It, 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 but I, I said it was going to be a story. Yeah. I, I really didn't know that was going to be the story, but, yeah. you know. It wrote itself, though. That's cool. It would have been, been cooler if she said, hell yeah. Now I've got to go out and, like, prove myself as famous so that way she can justify <laughs> yeah. the whole, oh, well, this idiot I let touch my guitar. <laughs> yeah, she's going to regret Willie. <laughs> she was a Cody Kubo on that bitch. That's Willie, right. come on. Just a, and look, I got, yeah. I got Willie on my wall. I'm so, I love you, Willie, but... Shouldn't have done that to Cody. He's looking at me right now. He overwrote me. Yeah, Yeah. he's looking at me right now. He's mad at me. Sorry. He he owes you some royalties. No, Willie looks happy, man. I got a handkerchief from like 1972 from one of his concerts. Really? Got a joint burn. My mom has a bottle of Elvis sweat. 
From oh, El- from from a concert. What? Yeah. I Elvis is my all time <laughs> favorite <laughs> ever. I'm just thinking of weird memorabilia, but yeah, mom's got some. She was an Elvis fan too. Uh, yeah, Has she opened hard. it? Uh, no, it's it's about half dehydrated though. It's I mean, there's nothing hardly in it. I mean, I, I doubt there's but any. It can I don't smell think like Elvis. It's probably not Elvis sweat. We're probably probably <laughs> peeing in it. Yeah, Elvis pissing. <laughs> hey, baby, you want my sweat? I, I take his pee. <laughs> Full of barbiturates and oh, oh, yeah, everyone, absolutely. Everyone would take Elvis's pee. I take Elvis anything. If Elvis was alive today, he'd be selling he his bathwater on OnlyFans. Yeah, guaranteed it. He's just retired somewhere. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's still with us. Sorry. Hanging out with the Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Tupac and Michael. Ah, lucky. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Come so, on. Hey, can I do my ad reels? I need to do these. Is oh, that okay? Yeah, I don't know what quick. that is. My sponsors. When I did it, it went by so uh, so great. Like Here, nice. I'll do one and you do one. No, I don't really want to. No, please. <laughs> it's a good time to go to the bathroom? Yeah, go the ahead. perfect time. Oh. I'm going to go when you get back after this. All right, everyone, this podcast is sponsored, of course, by the one and only. Uh, you can leave it on that. <laughs> you can put it on for a little scene. <laughs> this podcast is held sponsored by the Humble Freaking Whiskey Club. The HWC congregates once a month with members and guests to sample in moderation different whiskeys and fine spirits. Typically, a theme of the meeting is posted several days before or decided at the previous meeting. Let me see. I don't want to miss anything good. How do you join? You want to know how to join? You got to be invited, but you reached out to me and you really want to be a part of the Humble Whiskey Club and you're a cool person, let us know. It's $30 with an invite. Please check out the humblewhiskey.com. Send them a message and ask them for an invite. The Humble Whiskey Club meets usually once a month, but sometimes they do more. And if you're real cool with them, they do more like founders type stuff. So please check out the Humble Whiskey Club. This podcast is also helped sponsored by Tim's Tiny Trucks. Tim's Tiny Trucks is your number one dealer for Japanese mini trucks in the great state of Texas. Japanese mini trucks are the ultimate utility vehicle for farmers, ranchers, hunters, or anybody else that likes to take their vehicle outside. Do not be caught outside with a four-wheeler or a side-by-side. You can get a Tim's Tiny Trucks. You can get a four-wheel drive, and it's got HVAC, all the awesome things. Please check out timstinytrucks.com or check out the physical location at 23402 FM 2100, Huffman, Texas. Again, that's 23402 FM 2100, Huffman, Texas. Call or text 346-353-MINI. And if you go buy a Tim Tiny Trucks, tell them that Earl Shreds bought you. You get a free Tim's Tiny Truck t-shirt and a free Tim's Tiny Truck Earl Shreds t-shirt. This podcast is also helped sponsored by the one and only, of course, the band I am. And I want to take this as a shout out to the people that came to the Whiskey Barn this last Friday And I want to shout out the people that came to the Wine Garden. Both shows were nuts. If you were at the Wine Garden, y'all were nuts. Y'all are crazy. Thank y'all so much. One of the best weekends I've had in my entire life. So thank y'all that came out. Um, We're playing at Lake Houston Brewery this Friday, March 24th, 7.30 to 10.30. And... uh, we're playing big ass crawfish bash freedom cookers. Perfect. <laughs> April first, 
And y'all don't forget, we're playing at the shoot on April 8th, the Gulf Coast Drifter. <laughs> y'all don't make sure to also check out earlshreds.com for the new Earl Shreds merch. And y'all check out the Earl Shreds Patreon where I post behind the scenes footage only available on Patreon as well as my solo shred podcast available on Patreon. And last but not least, we have got our sponsor, Lacey's Golf Carts, 1-800-824-6112 and 9807-FM-2920 Tomball, Texas. Lacey's Golf Carts is your number one spot for golf carts, and they've got everything you need. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 4 p.m. Lacey's Golf Cart services, products, sales, specialties, all types of payments. Please check out Lacey's Golf Carts. Lacey's Golf Carts. All right, I'm going to go pee. Can you hold down the fort, everyone? I'm going to go pee if you're watching. Well, music break. Do you sound? Yeah. Was that mic real hot, though? Yeah, I'll, I'll if, wait till I get... If, Sydney, yeah, 10-4 now. We'll talk to Sydney. I'll wait till I get back and I'll adjust yeah. the microphone. Get more beer in there? Absolutely. Yeah, hook them up. I bought it just for this. <clears throat> just for this occasion. Oh, you didn't buy enough. <laughs> I probably didn't. <laughs> I could go through 12 bag of wine. So what were we talking about? Um, I don't remember. Am I slurring too bad? No. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask, though. So when you bought out your... Um, your PA or whatever, did you, is that when Phineas Reb started? No, we didn't start that to 2014. Oh, okay, so that's. So, so um, there was like a, my 20s, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was, ma- I, I've been married twice. And okay. so my first wife was like my high school sweetheart. Aww. And uh, anyway, the road life, the tumultuous, yeah. et cetera. And then, um, so. Then uh, I ended up getting remarried mm-hmm. after we were going to have a baby with my other wife. So uh, anyway, this <laughs> happened. And then so there was like a, like a four or five year period that I kind of didn't play music. Mm-hmm. And that was during like, it's not that I didn't play. I just didn't pursue anything. I yeah, just yeah. played. And then uh, like, I guess it was 2014. I got prompted, uh, a friend of mine, Kim um, Kim Barton, she had called and said, hey, uh, this guy wants to do a, like a, kind of like a, like a Brooks and Dunn, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, so I'm thinking about this Brooks and Dunn thing now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, she had brought it up and, and like give a band name. So I went with the whole, okay, cool. So then like I was like, well, something, it was a project. Yeah. So I started putting some brain behind it and like, okay, this and that. And then it's like, you know, why? Where's this guy? So uh-huh. I was like, I don't need nobody else. And I was like, so I scratched that whole idea. And then I was like, I called up uh, Chip Oliphant, yep. um, Dan Payne, and then my buddy Aaron Notgrass at the time. Um, he was still living over in Crosby. And uh, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to put the band back together. <laughs> Get the band back together. And the old man back together. <laughs> and then... Uh, but no, but Chip and Dan were were Hill Country Jane guys, mm-hmm. and uh, and me and Nagras had been playing together for ten years, fifteen years, I don't know, since we were seventeen. Me and I, him actually played uh, in bands, and we we were in second grade together. 
Aww. So we've literally known each other our lives. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so where are we at? We're talking about uh, you got with Chip. So so 2014, I, I called uh, called Notgrass and I go, hey man, and he was kind of having some hard times. And I was like, dude, let's get a project. Let's just whatever. Chip had a practice room. We called it the Practice Shack, and uh, right <laughs> over in the Highlands. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, we go to the Practice Shack and. Do our thing, and uh, anyway, we just started. I was like, "All right, we're gonna start this band, and we're gonna call it Phineas Reb, and then we need some material. I've already got, you know, several albums, so we're gonna cool pull the cool cool song or the songs I thought that were the stronger that did well, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years, and we're gonna use this as whatever. And I had an, that, that one of them records that I showed you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, at the time or whatever, I'd, I anyway that. This this is the material, so we're gonna use this as the basis. So, but I was like, I'm not gonna play unless it's right. Mm-hmm. So we just went to work. We went to we're like I'm gonna, really woodshedding. I'm gonna go get those albums. I'll be right back. Okay. I want to just show them on camera. Oh, cool. Because the artwork is super awesome. I'll be right back, y'all. Okay. I really like the artwork. But yeah, um, so we went to practice. We went to work, and like so twice a week, we oh, went wow. over there and like started putting in some real time. Yeah. And everybody needed it from different avenues. I mean, like, I was a guitar player. Chip was a guitar player. But we had to, like, really bring it back down to wood. And uh, so we started doing everything with acoustic guitars and and made it happen, you know. And uh, anyway... When you get a project going like that, it's it's good good vibes and yeah. Anyway, it was it started picking up steam, and it still has. But then uh, COVID kind of kicked everybody in the butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. So the virus. That's what it was. Well, it, it gave a lot of opportunity. Chip Chip cut a record and was able to you know branch out and start doing some of his own stuff. So it's really rad. And so is that when Big Band Project came about? Right about midways. Uh, I think. Well, so. Brian Thomas, my buddy, my influence uh, throughout the years, uh, he has a studio over in Porter, uh, mm-hmm. Cottagewood Studio, plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the plug. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he's he's got a studio over there. And uh, anyway, we went and helped build it. Oh, um, cool. Me and Pat Matula, we drove nails and built the actual structure and chips, electrician. So he comes in and does all the uh, electrical work. And then uh, we did a... You know, rather than give me money, we'll take some, some trade off in studio time. So anyway, right. we we both cut records. Or wow. we that green one is the one we cut here this last year, or what? I think yeah. Oh, I've seen this before. <clears> I think. <throat> yes. I've seen it on a tip shows. I love the character. Well, I follow I, I follow Phineas Reb on Facebook. Okay, and yeah, I think yeah, I follow yeah. We're friends. Too. I think yeah, we're friends yeah. on Facebook. I follow you. I follow y'all secretly too. <laughs> I'm no, not following you. Really, really. Who did the front artwork? That's awesome. That's John Griffin. I really like it. And J O N Griffin. And I really like the back character, the characters on the back. And I, I honestly can't tell you his name. He said he was some I Chinese go- guy. A Chinese kid in Newport. That uh, <laughs> that true story though. I googled like caricature artist. Uh-huh. Broad America, yeah. you know, like who can do this? And then like he pops up, and so I hire him, and he's like forty bucks a caricature. And I'm like, cool. Well, I need five of them, so we do the whole thing. <laughs> but then like I was like, so I had to send him a number. And then anyway, long story short, I go well, like, where do you live or something? However, he got brought up. We were kind of got like kind of more personal because I was 
buying several yeah, yeah. caricatures from him. And uh, anyway, he goes, Newport and Crosby. And I went, <laughs> Five minutes no, from me. You're literally five, <laughs> had to be five miles. So there's yeah. no way, you, you know. So kind of a wild little That's world. Cool, and yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, I've never met the guy personally. He might be 17, 18 years old. I'd have no idea. Oh, I'd like, I have to, I have to go through this website to get him though. Oh, like, so, you like to hire him? Yeah, yeah. So like all the artists, but I didn't want them. All, you had to have continuity between all the all the yeah, all the yeah. characters. So I want to see same again. cat. The, the but he did. Yeah. But yeah, John Griffin. Uh, John's done. Uh, John Hartford, the the Hartford stuff that goes on in Illinois, man. He does a lot of artwork for them. I mean, uh, he did the front, dude. There's there's hidden like shit that. in his work. Look at this one. He's a he's a. There's cool. some Grateful Dead caricatures inside of the the, the, the artwork if you look hard enough. That's what yeah. it kind of reminds me of Grateful yeah. Dead. That's kind of what I was getting too, like, like the vibe I was getting. And this album, what was this album? This is yours. I, I cut that at Sugar Hill. This is older or newer? Older. This is real. That's old. older, yeah. Really like this the front character on this album. That's Fanny. That's so I'm, I've got a, a children's book thing I'm trying to put together oh. and use the caricature, or caricature, but really? character. And then I've That's got a cool. cartoon thing that I'm working with too. That That's we're trying to like cool. get going, kind of South Parky. Yeah, you know, yeah. But still. No, that's awesome. Great names, Lonesome Sound. I like that. Uh, yeah, little rock it. star. That one's a good one. Ride with you. I'm David. So a lot of Free those are again. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I lived most of, most of them songs, and then I just went back and re-recorded them acoustic on that one. Oh, we called okay. that one Acoustic Fried. Yeah, I saw that. That's funny. Did uh, okay. So, where does the name come from? <sighs> so, just dreamed it up one day, or pretty much, man. Drugs, lots of <laughs> lots of drugs. Yeah, a jive turkey entertainment. <laughs> 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 I've got a vivid imagination. You got to. Yeah, you have yeah. to. That's part of and, being uh, an artist. Letting I know how to set, set up an LLC, so. Bam. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> same here. Earl Shreds, LLC. Hey, I tell people the same thing. The don't, don't, talk, don't talk to me until you have a business checking. <laughs> all right. I love it. I got three. <laughs> yeah, the more the merrier. The more... <laughs> More you can have the better. I was about to say something funny, but IRS might have other things to say. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. I'm on their radar too. Don't, yeah, don't. that and them new agents, man. I'm not not testing the waters. <laughs> yeah, Things. I really like. Happy this to be one. alive. Yeah. No, uh, so that was that was actually a studio cut I I did at Sugar Hill back in '07. <laughs> and those are everywhere. Oh I've my seen gosh! The, I, I think I've seen this at O'Neill's. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, I know it's. Yeah. A, I think that's where I saw this at O'Neill. Those are Portican, <laughs> Portican runners. Oh, is the <laughs> Portican? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you oh. slapped down. This is blue water stuff right here. <laughs> All right, let's do a shirt unboxing. He got us shirts too, honey. Oh sweet! I don't think Facebook's working. Oh, we got canceled there too. Yeah, probably. Should we get canceled? <laughs> oh see. my gosh! Oh no, we're good. We're good. Yeah, okay, we're good. Sorry. It's too late. Everybody's off. No, it's only 9.30. It's not bad. Oh, it's not nice. What is peak time? Uh, we usually don't start till 9. Okay. But, no, this is, like, perfect. Like, between, like, 7 and 10, I think is best. 
Goose to fries. I love it. I love Angel. So, so, so the the uh, artist, the hey, the, so the caricature artist did like a cracked out version of Rick and Morty. That's the Rick and Morty version. Oh my gosh! And then, uh, and then, and then you have the other version, which is made the album. Thank you so <laughs> I much, bro. I love this yeah, shirt. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, they're really soft, too. They're nice shirts. Hey, best best in the world. Thank you, man. Whatever that uh that that brand is really are, they're they're super comfortable. Got to do the ASMR. No, do not. I can't. Mm-mm, stop. <laughs> I hate ASMR. And uh I thought that was clever at the time. Turn Texas upside. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I was like, "What is Ted?" I was trying to make it into a word. I like that. I like it a lot. Sweet. I love good shirts. Some good t-shirts. Thank you so much, Cody. I you really, bet, dude. Dude, you're the best. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. I can't wait to put this on my ice chest. <laughs> I know. No, don't, don't don't put it, it. They they have to like so they're not made out of vinyl. Oh, okay. So oh, I they, see. They're it's like, like porta can material. Yeah, that's like, Oh, I can like. Or if you don't like somebody, you can stick it on the back of their car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can think of a couple of beer joints <laughs> I need one. I kind of want to uh, put it on the back of my car. Toilets, so urinals, perfect. I like it a lot. It's and then take the picture Post. and uh, get yourself a free CD if it's inside the urinal and you can show your hand pushing it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got it's to be. Rough, <laughs> dude. I never. Feel- I thought about putting a uh, like a um, like like one QR code on something like in the middle of nowhere and do like a scavenger hunt. Oh, that would be cool. And then do like I mean like maybe cash prize or something. It'd be kind of cool. Anyway, no, that's that's awesome. Somebody told me I need to put QR codes on these pics. Throw them. You ought to get some pics. I have. I've had them. I like the QR code. This is what I use for my QR code thing. Like though. This, this is what I use for my business card. Yeah, I use a CD. I th- I gave away almost an entire bag this weekend, basically Sunday. Yeah, I can't I can't keep merchandise. I'm not allowed to have touched none of it. I give it away. I really, it, that's what all of. But that, I feel like that's that's a good thing. You're marketing no, for yourself. I'm the, you're not making money. I'm but. the same way. Everything <laughs> everything I get. My brand is huge, but I'm broke as. But I'm broke. <laughs> I give away all mine to them. That's that's why I do uh, made to order now. Well, they got that. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they do. I can tell you how to do it. Like when you go into my online store. Yeah. It's all. I don't see any of it. It's it place the order from, and it goes boom, boom. It goes straight to the. Person so you just pay for the design, or, or you I can make take the your, design, or you can take your existing design and. Yeah, so he like posts all rad. of his stuff, and if I, like I could order it, and it would come straight from people we order from to me. He never. You can't never get them to mail it to the uh, client though. Huh? No, that's what I'm saying. Like it goes straight to. Yeah, they like, put If you were to order address. something, it goes to them. You it don't would have, go straight to. There's you. no middleman. No, no, just the money. As soon as. As soon as they get the package, and if they don't refund it, they release me the money. And you just put two dudes out of business. <laughs> hey, well, I, my first run of merch, I bought physical, did the normal thing. Right. Gave it all away to make a damn thing. Yeah, we're throwing shirts. That's why I do the, and then any design I have in my head, I can just put it up, and it gets made. That's pretty rad. Yeah, dude. It's a way. But uh, I guess you can order Though, like 15, 20, whatever. Yeah, they give you, uh, yeah, you they'll give you a discount. I mean, there's a monthly fee for all that. You got to pay them like 
ten dollars a month for the for it justify itself, I assume. Yeah, for it to be set up, you know. Right. But that's what you pay, and then you pay shipping. All right. But other than that, you just upload it on your store, and they get the design. Like you just upload the file, and then boom, it's there. Just that's how I can do all these dumb fucking shirts that I do. Yeah. Jeff like Candace the, said, oh, damn, Cody. What up? Can you say, I, I, I don't know which uh, camera The live camera is that one. But, What's up? Dude, yeah, I'll tell you. Think about it. I mean, it works for me because as a guitar player, I can't sell my shit. Because I play with multiple different no, bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, no. I can't yeah, sell. Market my own So, like, I have to do that. But for, if you were, I would say anybody that is that is a lead man. Front that man is, and something. I would, I would have merch that you bought in the normal way that you have a boxes of. All right for your and then online, and then everything <laughs> online is different and better than what you do live. Ooh. Or like you know, yeah, like your live stuff is just normal stuff, but you can have cooler stuff. And then I have a, you could set it up where you have I have a payment thing, and at the shows they can order it. Like and it I, goes through a third third party like. Outside of shirts, though, what 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 else is there? Koozies. I have uh, I have uh, baby clothes. I have Doll magnets. Panties. I have yeah. fanny packs. I have. I can do underwear, but uh, fanny packs. I, I do have, fanny. He pa made me a fanny pack. I have a doll. I, I would happily have a fanny pack. Dude, Earl I have shreds. Mine says Sydney pack. shreds on it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but the back says Earl shreds. So. Oh yes. <laughs> if when before you leave, give me your uh, a shipping address or your address. And I'll send you some shit. I would definitely. You want a fanny pack? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you. I do. For you, I'll, I do custom ones. Like for her, I put. I changed the Earl to Sydney. It says Sydney. So like when I do custom orders for people, right. I'll put their name Shreds. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Then like her fanny pack says Sydney Shreds. Let me get Cassidy's shirt done. Yeah, I have a shirt with my face on. Like I have. Well, that's a, kind of that deal. I, I thought that's hilarious when people put their. Man, like, remember back in the day when you have like a Barbara Mandrell? Yeah. Barbara Man, like her poised face or That's whatever, funny. you know, or even Reba McIntyre or oh, whatever, you know. I came unplugged. They, they, I fixed it. I'm good. They sell the best out of all of them, the ones with my face on them. <laughs> really? Really, they really do. They sell. Them I mean, you you've got a face for television. I don't. Right? It's not that. <laughs> just I thought you were just gonna that. say you've got a face. You just leave yeah, it there. It's not that. <laughs> you got a it's face. Just, I think it's just they own it. I guess they feel more inclined to buy it. I think like, they think it's funny. Because yeah, you're owning up to like I'm selfishly. Yeah. Well, it's like a goofy. I'm picture. selling me, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> I think people like it more when you're all transparent. Like I'm right. basically selling myself. Right. Because all the shit that's designs and just my logo, they sell okay. But the stuff with my face or Dude. picture on it, that's what sells. There's this kid. Kid. I don't know. His name is Drew. But anyway, they had these shirts, and they had this buddy named Nate, and they all had these shirts that said "I hate Nate," and it was written with like. Like little league baseball, whatever. Yeah, like the varsity. <laughs> I hate Nate. And then they all had these shirts made, like, and then wore them one day just to piss off Nate, you know. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. But then later on, like, they were still wearing around these I hate Nate shirts, and we were like, "What the hell is that? 
uh, we wore them one day. It was like, but it still fits. And it's like, you know, I hate Nate. And I was like, I love it. You know, it's like, like, I hate Nate. That's a good selling point. Like, everybody gets shirts. I hate Nate. Jeff Jeff Cannon's got a good one. He says, uh, Jeff Cannon sucks. Well, it's like. uh, (laughs) That's uh, what his shirt said. I'm selling the fuck out of them. (laughs) Yeah, what's South Park? Uh, Primus. Primus sucks. We all win. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's the OG. Yeah. Yeah. I did a video. Jeff, you need to post that video if you're listening. I, he sent me a video. He's like, send me a video of you saying, Jeff Canada sucks. I said, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he's been posting. Apparently, he must have fucking asked everybody because he's been posting random videos from people where they go, Jeff Canada sucks. I, that's one of my favorite shirts. I wear that shirt a lot. Jeff Canada sucks. I think it's Yeah, funny. I like it too. Jeff Canada's the goat. That's why. He's, I want to wear the caricature shirt next. I love that. I know. I <laughs> Yeah, you had. I think you and Jeff Canada's shirts are my favorite. These are great. I like different stuff, you know. A lot of a lot of these new guys shit is too serious. I don't even know what new guy stuff looks like. Yeah, it's it's too like. <laughs> don't like, talk shit about your I like band this. It's I funny, you know. It's cool. Like, I don't want all like your feeling. They put their feelings on a shirt, and I'm like, oh, goddamn. Keep your feelings. I, they're not mine, you know. What what shirt are these? What shirts are they these? Have, like flowers on them. Or oh something. yeah, no, I keep the flowers. Or like away. some motivational quote or some shit. I'd say, no. don't you talk shit about your band. I did. I, I did. I did logos. put on. I, I had one. Um, I actually, it's, I think it's it's not Phineas Fred, but it's shit. It was a uh, uh, what was it? Hon- uh, honky grass. <laughs> Cross between honky tonk and, and, bluegrass? and bluegrass. That's funny. I like and that. I was doing crossbreed, and then that's kind of y'all's. That that's you and Chip's genre. That's that's Chip's genre. Honky grass, <laughs> honky dude. Grass. That's Chip all over it. Oh, the honky thing. <laughs> well, that's both of us. <laughs> You're more honky. And yeah, he's yeah, more yeah. Bluegrass. He's got. He, he's more blues than he is. Bluegrass. I was about to say blues is his thing. Yeah, dude, where did he learn to play the guitar? Just <sighs> playing? No, he's a, he's a student of music. His brother's a a, a a sax player, sax teacher out out in in L. A. Oh, like he's family. legit. Like really? masters in music type thing. Wow. Yeah, the first Aaron one, Lington is his yeah, name. Yeah, Chip's got some shit He's on that. He's famous too. Really? He got. <laughs> he is now. He is now. <laughs> he got some. Chip's got some shit on a guitar that's like. Dude, he's slick. Very slick on the acoustic too. I'm like. Dude, we 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 did a lot of we did a lot of playing with the acoustic stuff, and that 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 really I think it made everybody better players, man. Yeah, it makes you a better player. I mean, when you have to gut out the note and hold it and really make it sustain, and it, yeah. it just it, it's a lot more application. And I don't know, we we did a lot with that. That record, that green one, is mm-hmm. is kind of indicative of that. Chip played on that. Uh, I, I really appreciate that because I told you earlier, like I just, I mean, I want to make good music, but I I given up on being like just musically like the best, you know, or just. Oh, you're never going to be the best, man. Yeah, I know. There's always somebody better. I, I just focus now on, like, my performance at shows and just, like, easy listening and rock music. Well, I think it's what you're selling, man. I mean, it, 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 get out there and it, create the vibe, create the party. That's what you're there to do, if you, especially in live music, you know. The, right, the recording studio is a different deal. You know, you can go in there and you can take an, a, a, a thought and an imagination and make it materialize, but... When you're out there, you have that already. Now let's go emulate it and let's have some fun and let's, you know, create a good vibe for the people around and, you know, 
That was the I, the song <clears throat> uh, Eight Points on the Asphalt that we had. That was based, That was literally what I thought when I was like writing the music. I was like, I just want a fucking honky tonk song. Mm-hmm. And it's a good honky tonk. I mean, I can't think at the wine garden it went hard. Y'all killed it. Thank you, honey. Oh yeah, we lined dance. So yeah. you're gonna high five me. Sorry. Yeah, y'all, dude, <laughs> y'all really got the vibe going on that song. Is that, it? Who is this? That's my buddy Willie Gillespie. I, actually, he was, he was supposed to come, and he's the. You know him? No, I, I, I know don't. that last name. I have some Gillespie cousins, no. so that name like, I might, rings a bell I might for have me. seen him. Know who he is? So like, he's been running with me since uh, 2000, dude. Somebody the other day. There was a time Jason Bolin was sleeping over in the Crosby Motel <laughs> next to Willie Gillespie. Like, and, uh, yeah, just, I mean, Willie's been running beer joints. Jason Bolin. And the Stragglers. They the played stragglers. the night before the you did. Cross-Canadians uh, people. Yeah. I got beef with them. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. I don't, I don't have no love for <laughs> not nobody. With, not with them, with the sound guy that was running their sound. Not their oh, sound yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have beef hey, with Stoney them. Stoney LaRue one time trying to, tried to use some some drumsticks on me and, like, take me down. What? Yeah, like, was trying to show me some Elvis karate moves one time. Oh. And, like, and I was like, dude, if I fall over, like, I'm not coming up as a fan anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, He's trying uh, to show you some moves. Karate moves, moves, karate moves. <laughs> yeah, Elvis was a black belt. You didn't know that? Yeah, Stoney Lurie, you put that away. He's Elston, no, no fucking karate. <laughs> Elvis got him a black belt. I don't know, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got him. I, I, don't, I don't know if Stoney did either, though. But he was <laughs> he was sure trying to manhandle me. Oh, this no. This is back in the early days. Yeah. Before they was all famous. <laughs> I know, he's famous as hell now. <laughs> is he? Yeah, uh, yeah no. He, who? Some of the room? I mean, like, in our I, area, if, yeah. If I, in Texas, I, I, yeah. If I know you. You got a thousand real fans, man. You're you got legit him, famous. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> does this, so does he play any music or he just a, no, a he's friend? No, he's a participator. Okay. That's why he's peeking in. I was about not, to say. Not, uh, really, not really a part of the. Uh, he's just been to a lot of them. Well, that's what I was thinking. He's kind of over there <laughs> by himself. He drove me. More places than God bless. <laughs> That's funny. He even got to sign. Everybody yeah, he's legit. He's, yeah, he's he's part of Finney. He's part of the part of the part of the family. What? Where's my picture on the album cover? It's not my album. Your if the Earl Shreds album comes out, your face gonna be the on it. That's I want to be like the girl in the white snake video, like dancing on the car. I already have the song. <laughs> I already got the song. Yeah, we'll make that happen. Yeah, like the yeah the Cars album over there. Shake your ass. I got on. the water hose. There you go. That's all you need. Yeah, you let me squirt her down during my song, my music video. <laughs> I got the Camaro. We can do it. I'm totally oh, I down can get for a, that. I have a sick Camaro. I can get a. We can get all kinds. I got a friend with a bunch of cars. Oh, yeah. I got a. 79 Z28. Hey, you need a music video, dude. I got a. I'm working with a guy. He he's doing music. We done some good stuff. So. Let me know. The last... Uh, I need a music video bi- guy. Oh, I got your guy. Oh, yeah. The Bayou Company. The guy that used to do the um, Bayou podcast. Okay. I don't know if you heard of that. I don't. It's... Um, it's a, he had... Yeah, I... Uh, he's a guy I'm working with, and I helped him film a couple. I did that thing with David Miner. But um, he did the Bayou podcast. He had a lot of big guests on. That was oh, Don's really? uh, first podcast. That was, no, that one. That was my second podcast. Oh, Marcus um, was your first one. 
He had Tanner Erzy on before he blew up, which Giovanni. I couldn't believe. Yeah, he had Giovanni's players, but um, yeah, it's a Bayou company. It he we're doing. He's doing more of a label now. Gotcha. Or he's trying to start a label, and I'm kind of the podcast. I got but, you. But um, yeah. Well, dude, cool. Still, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let's network. Because uh, we did a few live shots, like. We did a bunch of live shots at the Whiskey Barn. Like, they let us come in before, yeah. and the artists just set up. And Dove and them were cool over there. We, yeah. we shot, like, two or three videos over there. Yeah. Like, just, there, I mean, he, is, he is. And what a cool, cool backdrop, man. Yeah. Like, every, you can get a different angle, different rooms. Yeah. That's what we did. Place. We did a room there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get, dude, we'll definitely do that. Keep sure, yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm gonna do. I got. I'm trying to do a rap video with him. I got a rap Dude, song. I wrote. A, I wrote a rap song. Did you? Oh, when this podcast's over, I'm gonna show you mine. I got it. It's it's done. It just needs to be released. I want to hear cover my, rap songs. Mine's in my phone. Play it right now. I had to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> like we're the uh, you legit about it or what? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. If it doesn't come up, then you know it's not meant to be. Then we'll, you can do it. You can do it right now, freestyle. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it live. Yeah, I'll load you up a beat real quick. <laughs> oh, it's gonna work. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> There's some jelly roll shit. Oh no, that's ICP. Hey, I was in a motel in uh in Hobbs, New Mexico. On the iPad. You ass, bro. That's <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I love it. I gang, love gang, it. gang, 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 gang. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, that's real shit. I tell you, I, that, was, that was an emotional state, man. I, I was, I was crazy. There. Yeah, you were feeling that. Yeah, my rap is just yeah. goofy shit. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wanting to music. kill a motherfucker. Then you know. Yeah. Well, when he played <laughs> when was his, it? Oh, I checked the email. <laughs> like last <laughs> week. Email. I swear to God, if you tell me last week, no, it wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh, okay. Pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. So you were feeling that shit. You were- yeah, that was, that was uh, man, I, uh, I'm not getting personal, but. No, you don't say whatever you want. But I, I went through a bunch of just, just uh, too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, overwhelmed. But I was working out there in West Texas, and there was nothing to do. Nothing. And, like, there was, like, a honky-tonk in a motel you could go to. Not a honky-tonk, a place you could get beer. Mm-hmm. So I would go over there and have a few drinks, and then I'd go back to this motel and, like, just veg out. and like. But then I had this new thing called an iPad, and then it, like, <laughs> had Apple, like, loops and shit on there. And I was yeah. like, man, I was like, boom, ticky ticky I was like, I can play guitar with this. I'm singing Amazing Grace and Harmony, and next thing I come out was, like, the system. system so messed up. Screwing my game, you know. The whole you thing. are a real artist. You have to be a real artist to fucking do that shit. Being, you'd have to be a real artist to be in the middle of fucking Midland. 
Yeah, hey, I'm man. always I'm always waiting for a song, man. It, 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 yeah, yeah. That's Just to come to you? No, like an experience to something. So I've been up. I went up to Nashville here back pre pre COVID, right before COVID, um, two twenty, I guess, right, right, like literally. And I wrote with Michael Huffman, uh, guy that wrote Adelaide, mm -hmm. several several hits. I mean, he's kind of like the rolled all of. I mean, he's got books and different shit. He's a writer, writer. And uh, anyway, I got to sit down and kind of pick their brains. Man, I was just way over. I got, these guys were brilliant. They had different words that I couldn't think of. And mm, yeah, it was, it was fun though. But they, they, but they were these were my ideas. You know, so I was the one coming up with these simple short stories or this is what's going on in my world, you know, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, you know, every song's been read. It has. I mean, I mean, how many love songs do you write? How many yeah. hate songs? You, you, it's a, just, it's got to be a different story, you know, so. They ain't, they ain't been read. Yeah, well, that's that's the deal, you know. They, so they, you, they, you just got to come up with something that's, they ain't heard of. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know? they ain't, they, that's, they ain't been read. No, not all of you. Told, we we talked all, all songs that ain't been written. No, but 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 the point was love. Just saturated with. Oh love. yeah, that's you've been got written. love. You got you know revenge. You've got this. Yeah, you know, all those. these these things. These things have been done. Yes. So now that you've got to come up with something original, that's original. That oh, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but I, that's, I I hate to keep coming back to it, but. I mean, that's why I wrote Eight Points on the Asphalt. Finish your story. Because, <laughs> no, it's about hitting a deer. That song's about hitting a deer. Well, that's that's my point. Yeah. I mean, this hey. is your 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 story through your eyes. Because that's what we saw. We were going to band practice one day. We saw this fucking truck just plowing this eight, beautiful eight-point book. <laughs> and I was sitting in the car, and we all went, what the fuck? And then I went, hey, if we wrote a song called Eight Points on the Asphalt, that'd be sick. Yeah, and then, and then but and everybody went during before it was released and written. Everybody's like, "That's fucking stupid," <laughs> and I was like, "The song's pretty good." And now it's out, and people, it's one of the most played songs on the album. Really? Yeah, it, it, I mean, there's a line dance to it. I, it's. I think a great backstory. That's the. That's the. Thing. It's real. It's hundred percent. If, if you've got a backstory behind it, and, and so, like so, some of the stuff that we wrote in Nashville and stuff was. They were pure imagination. Again, I I got to be the kind of the instigator, the, the 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 thought process when it started. But then, like the words just turned into a story, it was fabricated. But once you've lived something, you know, like I mean, again, my early records, anything I wrote, early two thousand up. I mean, if I didn't live it, I didn't even write it down mm -hmm. because it was about being real. And again, I mean, as real as you can get it and keep it, you know. Yeah. But, that's all I do. I mean, I'm on the national blacklist, so I have to do that. <laughs> well, I'm not. On, I'm not on the blacklist, but I am. I talk so much shit about those people, but yeah, but I, I don't think it, it. All that does is create buzz about them, so they love that too. I was about to say yeah. any kind hey, that's, of any, you know, that's my secret. Any publicity is. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I know, he knows too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll come in. I've had them come in my contacts and or my comments and yell at me and. Yeah. Like, Damn, I can't believe you're coming. Ah, oh, dude, dude. <laughs> be like, fuck you. He's a really be, great guy. And if, like, if you feel it, think it or whatever, or especially with something like this, I mean, put it out there and say it, you know. But a lot of the writing, I mean. Well, that that's where I'm different in the, 
Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, continue. No. <laughs> Keep interrupting. Am I? I'm sorry. I'm yes. interrupting. I don't even. I feel like <laughs> I'm used to this. Cindy just doesn't like. To I'm hear usually me talk. trying to out, out out talk Pat or somebody. Somebody else just trying to out talk me. Cutting you off. No, no you're that's not. How the, that's how these podcasts end up being three hours long. <laughs> Dalton can't hold a thought. No, I can't. I have ADHD or whatever. Bye, Ruin. But I mean, that is, that's what I, I bring to. I feel like I bring to country music where I play is just. I don't really think about stories. I'm all. I'm from like heavy metal. Well, you're a guitar player, though. Yeah. Um, so I'm all like groove music. Yeah. So I'm like. like but, I, I, how, how do you approach a song? Because I'm a guitar player as well. Just vibe. I like to think where I would be. That this song would go the hardest. I mean, so so, like if somebody's got, uh, I mean, do you? Yeah. Well, he wrote two of the songs on the album, and I think. I mean, so when you write them, you've got an idea about what what kind of vibe it's supposed to have. But when you got something else and somebody else sing, or you're playing somebody else's music, for me, I try to twist myself into that position. Or if it's a, some kind of a beach song or it's something that's happy, you know, I, I, or whatever, I got in that happy mode or whatever. Or if it's something dark, then you got to transition and get get dark. Get yeah. get Everything I've recorded for somebody else guitar-wise, I ha, they just tell me what they want, and right. I do that. Like, all the songs that Mason wrote the music to, like, I, did, I didn't come up with—I just went to the studio, and they played the track, and I improvised— and what they like, I just leaned more into that. And I just said, what do you want? Yeah. Because, like, when you write a slower country song or a sad country song, I I don't, I don't, automatically don't like it. <laughs> Not that it's bad. I just, I'm a, I'm a metal dude. Like, right. <clears throat> so I'm like, <clears throat> in my mind, I'm like, I don't have any qualifications to input into this song. Right. I just it's not well, I, your tell me genre. What, tell me what you want, and I'm going to do that for you. Gotcha. And that and and I, but doing that, all the slow songs that I have recorded, like I can't believe I did those parts just because I was like I gave up on all of what I thought, and I was just like, just tell me what you want, I'll do it. Sure. And then they got cool stuff out of me that I would have never played. Right. But like when I do a song, it's all just like, I mean, I just when it. When I did eight points, I was thinking, "What's a honky?" If I was at the dance hall, right? Like, so you had to put yourself in a in a yeah. When you're in the middle, sh- you know, yeah. or fix a place like I'm in a honky tonk. I right was now. really, I'm, I'm a here. Yeah, yeah, I was like, when I go to the dance hall, like I want to hear Boots Coot and Boogie. Right. Okay. So I was like, this band needs that that vibe, and that's kind of what it is. Gotcha. And then Tangled, which is the other song I wrote the music for, it's more of a rock song, heavy. And we end our sets with it, and I was we were just in the studio, and I had this music. Like, most of it comes up, I'll just put on drum tracks. I'll just play my drum machine mm-hmm. and write riffs to it. And then I get a cool riff, and then I bass the song after that. That's how I do all my songs. Right. Because I put on a drum groove that I really like, write a riff, and then the rest of the song comes from that. But thinking about that song, I was like, oh, we need to write some music. So you start musically before... For lyrically putting riff. something in, I never. I don't. He doesn't do lyrics. I don't do okay. any. Okay, if so I just, do, just, just composition of the song. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I just do gotcha. riffs. A song for me is riff is a riff usually, okay. and I learned that from Metallica. 
and Slayer and metal bands. Like a lot of the old school metal bands, all their songs started from one riff. And then okay. they, and that's how I write. So I'd call that like in my my version signature lick. So mm-hmm. so so whatever the signature thing is that's going on with that song. Yeah, like the the riff for eight points is like the it opens the song. It's out of tune, but that's right. the song. Right. I had that lick. That's 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 the that's that, the song. That's where it yeah, originated that, from. Yeah. And that and then we just I came up with So the, who comes up with the lyrics after you've come up with that? Mason does. Okay. Yeah. He writes all the lyrics. So y'all co write these together? It's or yeah. co create them together? Let me Yeah, I'll I'll that. bring him the music. And if he really likes the song and if the band really because we write as a band. We record sure. we don't hire the only thing we hire out is if it's a classic. We if we write a classic country song, we'll hire out a steel player right, if right. the song needs it. But right. the drums, the bass, and the guitar, and the singing are all the band. Sure. And it's just like I have this song, and if the band loves playing it and he likes it, then we that's then how. That's a go to, and that, that that starts the the bit about a creation, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. how um, Hurricane, which is like our number one song, the cover of the song right. Hurricane. He, uh, I told this story, I'm sorry if you've heard it, but um, I never heard the song Hurricane before I met Mason. And we were putting our set list together and he's like, hey, let's play the song Hurricane. And he taught it to me. It's just A minor C and D. Right. You know? And then um, just the way that we, myself and the band played it, I was like, well, it's A minor C and D and you're talking about Hurricane. So it sounds like a fuck. It's a rock song to me. Right. No, it is. So we play it like, you know, we play it like a rock song. Sure. And um, we went in the studio and it was like, we wanted to do an album, but we also wanted to do a single. And it was like the song that was going the hardest live was Hurricane the way we played it. Mm-hmm. And again, I never heard any version but ours. Just, right. And um, I was like, well, we should do the Van Halen method. Because we were like, we should, you know, and Van Halen released um, You Really Got Me Going. That was our first single. A lot of bands. That's music industry. Sure. Where, you, your first sing, you release a cover song as your first single. <clears> right. right. I was like, well, we do Hurricane. We kill it. Everybody seems to like it. So um, let's record it. So it, the way it's recorded now, minus my guitar solo, is the way we always played it. And then so we went in there and we recorded the bass track. And then I got tickets to go see Band of Heathens. Mm-hmm. who made that song big. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to listen to, I purposely have been like, I'm not going to listen to any version of it. I'm not going to listen to Banna either. I don't want to pick up no. I don't want to pick yeah. up any bad juju. And then we went in the band. Was, Hemingway did that, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after. I don't we, read nobody else's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just wow. And I hated it. I really hated it. I was like, Never even heard it recorded. First time I ever heard Hurricane the way everybody got popular was live, Benny Higgins. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And then that guitar solo. Y'all's is more rocky, I assume. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. And then that the guitar solo in it. I'll show you uh, after the podcast. But the guitar solo, I mean, it really, we play it. Damn, I was born in the rain. It's heavy. Like, I used a uh, Marshall half sack for the rhythm tone. Gotcha. Because I went in at Stormy Cooper, and we were recording. No cut it at Stormy's? We, did, we do everything. As we love them. It's yeah. really a producer, Will. That's He's the guy. Shout out to Will. But 
I went in there and first song was like, I guess if we're going to do a single, we're going to do Hurricane because with the band's ready, it's a cheap single. Sure. And I went in there and he has this red 100 watt California mod Marshall half set. Uh -huh. And I'm like, and he's telling me like all the kids are doing now. So we're going to bring your helix. You know what a helix is? Bah. It's the he, one of the digital things. All the kids are doing it. Mod, amp mods and all that yeah, shit? Yeah, it's I, I run it live. I use a completely digital setup. Okay. Because live, it's, nobody gives You don't use an amp? Nobody gives a fuck. But I went in the studio and he... Sometimes, sometimes. I'm an old tooth We guy. used to We used no. to carry around his half stack to show. Well, I, uh, I'll only... I'll, that's another, another, another story. I'll use, I'll, I'll use them in the studio. If I get bigger, I'll use amps. I'm just not going to do them. Sure. But, I, don't, um, I don't want to carry his amps. I went in the studio, and he was like, so you're going to use the Helix digital stuff? I was like, I don't want I want to use the amps for the album. And I was like, like, can I use y'all stuff? He's like, yeah. And I was like, can I use that Marshall? He said, yeah, nobody's ever used it. This is a mint calf. <laughs> nobody's ever used it. Still no to this day. I'm the only person. That's the rhythm tone on that track. And I was like, I'll use that motherfucker right now, dude. We set it up, turn it all the way up. Oh, and yeah. that's the rhythm. And then on 10. The, yeah, the solo is... If you turn the motherfuckers up 100%, you get distortion out of there, and it's just you'll know, you natural can't. breakup, and it's yeah. loud. Yeah. Oh, it's a sound you can't get. <laughs> he lost part of his hearing because of that. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I've, I've, I've done the similar. I ain't going to say the same thing, but very similar. <laughs> country country Beauty on, on one of them cuts was done with... Uh, I've got... I, I played with a Flying V that Billy Gibbons owned, and it was done on some Marshall Hell Stags yeah. Sugar Hill. Uh, Hell so. yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I only way, and we did it on two-inch tape. Nice. I mean, it's even better. Then, oh. That's cool. Yeah, he, he did Hurricane with this V. Also. Yeah, I did it with my, Jackson, with my with V. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean... But Billy um, Gibbons, that's awesome. Dan, dude, actually, Dan Workman had it sitting in his office, and it was like, we need the sustain, and my tellies weren't getting it. Yeah. And he was like, I got something. And he goes, <laughs> Billy would be okay with it. Oh, they have a great Was it one of the fuzzy ones? <laughs> uh, no, what, it was white. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever the it was. I, yeah. yeah. Nice, that's cool. They do, that's how I, mine was 500 bucks. I, I bought the guitar because it looked cool. Oh, yeah, I said, I told him, <laughs> I was like, that's... Now it's all my most famous... Beach, my buddy Don, Don Hutchko has a, another really badass Gibson Flying B that's, <gasps> I mean, legit real, and nice. he plays it like it's supposed to be. It, it, I'll never see that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite guitars, though. When I met him, I was like, you gotta get a V. Like, I like the V, and I like the Explorer, but... I like, and, but I like mine's a roll, Dean, so, so it's kind of the headstock's huge on it. The headstock is a, is a V. Like this big. It's not like the Gibson ones that are a point, right? This one is goes out. It's big, yeah. And it's huge. It's but swat flies, man. <laughs> no, when I bring it out, people, <laughs> people go ooh. Like, <laughs> but that's what it's about, dude. I mean, you got to get those amps turned up. That's why I don't even play amps anymore because. I can't play anywhere where I can turn them all the way up. Yeah, he gets in trouble. He has to get turned yeah. down. That's really why I go. We to got to where we stuck him under the uh, under the stage. Oh, that's fine. Or I, and I'll take my backpacks and my bullshit and throw in front of them. You know, just to kind of keep them. I did that too, but it's just pointless to me. I've got a I got a Mesa Boogie one twelve 
And I mean, it's oh, great at Lone Star Deluxe, uh, 30 watt, 30 watt, 15, five, five, 15 and 30, I think. I can't remember. I don't care anymore. It just, <laughs> anyway. Hey, I'm like, you're making it's me want I'm playing at the brewery this Friday. I'm like, I used to run an AB rig with a 50 watt Blues Junior Fender and a 50 watt Vox. I still or, like, what happened to the Blues Junior? I still have them. Really? I might, but since when we're selling, I'll be buying. <laughs> I can't. He uses I, the Vox most of the time, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the Vox is what I love. Yeah, the Vox is. Man, I, so I had a uh, I had a cool little deluxe that was that I used forever, man. And uh, Katrina or whatever that hurricane was. Yeah, I had my shit over in the music room, and it all got flooded. And then the guy calls me and goes, oh, pretty much everything got flooded and you're not getting no money back on your little deal. And I'm like, all right, it's 400 bucks. I mean, I still- lost 400 bucks, but now they're like eight, 900 bucks to get me a good, I mean, that same, it was like a, I don't you know. You probably get them fixed. No, but it's gone. It's, yeah, it probably didn't have it no more. That this was, one here is gone. That was a long time ago. No, I've got, I've got my, my Mesa stuff that, I mean, I've got my rig. That's what you use now? Yeah. There was even I've had it for like 10, 12 years. I mean, it's oh. it's getting old. There wasn't even there was even a time I'd use my half stack and I'd put the Fender combo and the Vox combo on each side and I did three way split. Yeah, you know. I was like, I'm not oh, carrying that Marshall half stack. It, it was a little delay a, behind one to fatten it up. That's <laughs> I did stare I did stereo wet to the Vox and the Fender on the sides, and then the half stack was just distortion, just dry. Hmm. And it, I put my ODs in front of it. Right. Ooh, boy. Good. You have the, I put the delays and the reverb through the combos on the side, and you put the all the game through the middle on the hashtag, dude. Glorious tone. If you could, you could mix it, imagine that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm going to get nervous. It's like, yeah, if you had them mixed out, you could really punch out that note. And really well, that was the thing. It. Nobody could mix it, and there's also like 30 people at the show. So yeah. It's like, <laughs> Just blow them We're meaning well. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, my God, you know. I'm, so I just do. I'm going to have to take a break again. Do we? What time? Yeah, we're we like at? two hours in. So you want to wrap it up? Do you want to play a song? I, I gotta piss first, man. Yeah, That's fine. Go ahead. Pissing for America. I gotta. <laughs> I mean, I gotta pee too. Oh, I do. I do. I've been holding mine. I can't do anything positive oh, without pissing. <laughs> Shelby oh. said, "Sydney, answer my text." <laughs> she takes me a while back. <laughs> I don't care to play a song necessarily, man. That's not really what I came out. I came into bullshit, you know. Dude, it's but up to you if you want fucking, one. I mean, we can go out there and pick. And That's fine. You do what you want, everyone, whatever yeah, you want to do. Yeah, go piss and then we'll end it. Yeah, Blake texted me and said I was watching the TikTok, but you got banned. What time is GCD playing Friday? Blake, uh, yeah, that was a group text, me, you, and Blake. Oh, um, I don't know, probably like seven, seven yeah. eight. I would say seven-ish. Four in the morning. Stop. She's going to bring Case. Case, you saw, she sent me a video. Oh, I'm going to play it real quick while we're sitting here. Um, she sent me a video. Case hit. He got a hit on his first baseball game. He's on a select team. And she told him if he hit the ball, he gets to come see Mason in the Gold Coast. Whoa. Look, I'm going to play it real quick. Hang on, let me start. Oh, look at He is so cute. Case, what do you get for hitting the ball? The Gulf Drifters. That is so cute. Yeah, he's so excited. 
Oh yeah, dude. We got some we got goodies for him. That is so cute. He has a shirt. She always sends me um videos. I think me and you need to do a concert recap tomorrow. On what? What concert? I know me and you need to do one. We, we need, need to, to wait until we go with Shelby. We're gonna go see uh We have so many concerts we haven't done concert recaps on. What I don't even know what the last concert we went to. Papa we, Roach? Papa Roach, yeah. I thought we already, we need to get Cass to come do that with us. Because she hasn't been on yet. She doesn't want to come on. Starting to look well, like we're my doing one tomorrow. So. Do what? <laughs> look in the mirror. I said, I'm starting to look like my hero. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, do you feel like you made it? <laughs> oh, no. Hell no, man. I'm, I got to keep on keeping on if we're going to keep on. Hey, that's why I do these podcasts, man. What is making it? Yeah. That's not even a, a yep. real term, really. What are the I've got a couple bars? bucket list things that are needing to go down, but other than that, they're going to happen when they're ready. What up, what, give me one, if you don't mind. Oh, I'm going to get that Opry up. They're going to let me in. <laughs> you can time. do it. Yeah. I'm you can do it. I'll, I'll help you any way I can oh, make it's, that it's happen. it's going to happen. They already know. They, they, everybody knows. They know who I am. That's the kind of attitude you got to have. Like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'll help you. Just oh. put it into existence, like. Oh, you got to spit it out in the universe, That's and I right. figure what what better way than the Earl Shreds podcast? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Turn the the, uh, the Earl Shreds podcast. Hey, put yeah. it out there in the universe. Man. That's if right. Anybody can, yeah, make it happen. Put it, make the Grand Ole Opry in Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah, make that shit happen. Let's go. Then the Silver Barn and Crosby. <laughs> That's that's where you're gonna end hey, it all, right hey, there. Hey, hey. Start small. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. Come yeah. on. Man. Keep all your big dreams to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't shoot too high now. Yeah. Yeah. What what, so what is made it? I it, it just you know. Nah. You know what it what it really means to me. It, it, I'm a picker. I'm a player. I think it would guitar player. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a musician at the end of the day. And I don't. I think it. it is like recognition amongst my peers. Yeah. I want my friends that are successful to call me when they, they roll into town. Hey, Coop, come over here. Yeah. Hey, man, I got a song. Hey, what you think about this? You know, that's that's the relationship, in my opinion, of what made it means, you know, yeah. is that, that my network is that strong, you know, and it, you know, it's not, it's not financial. Yeah. I mean, that goes, but those are leaps and valley, peaks and valleys, I think, mm -hmm. for everybody. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't give a damn if you're George Jones. There was a high point in your career, and there's a low point in your career. And there's a, it seemed like, I guess, in, like, all the Gene Watsons of the world and shit, there was, like, a point where they just were not needed. Nobody just seemed to want them. Then all of a sudden, bam, oh, we need that again. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what I think is is cool about music. It's somewhat cyclical. Uh, it goes through ebbs and flows. Yep. I mean, artists do as well. And, yeah. And so, Johnny Cash was playing <laughs> on like casinos and shit Hell before yeah. he released that album with Rick Rubin. You know. Yeah. And then it, he was down. He was nobody. Alan Jackson didn't get famous till he was like in his forties, and he'd been playing for twenty five years. Remember? Yeah, no doubt. I documentary yeah. about him. You got. I think that you, as an artist, I think you have to make yourself as as marketable as possible, especially mm -hmm. if that's what you're trying to do. 
And again, it money makes the world go round. And if anybody ain't figured that out yet, then you know yeah. you're not going to be famous without a bunch of this. Yeah. And you know, you're right. How many millionaires you know? That's the that's the truth. But then there's 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 half truth to that. You also have to have a product, and that product has to be honed. It's got to be matured, and it's got to, you know, again, that's paying your dues. It's the travel to where you're getting. You know, this may be the goal, but, you know, you get what's it take to get there, you yeah. know? And, uh, again, I think from a musical standpoint, I've met a lot of my goals, you know, and then, but at the same time, music's one of them things you can't ever get enough. I mean, you can never reach that maximum. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, I've got heroes that... I'll never be as good as them till they die. And then I get to squash them for about five years and I'm right behind you, you know? Same, yeah. <clears throat> That's how I look at Eddie. Yeah. It's just... Someone it. said earlier on there, I didn't mean to get off track, but someone said, this shit is straight out of a fever dream or something like that. There's some shit that I see in a fever dream. I think it was when you were showing the... Uh, album covers I was like trying to read it for a long time because I can barely see that Oh, and it was someone was laughing and said that's some shit straight out of a fever dream yeah we're on Instagram live (laughs) yeah CodyKuba.com PhineasRev.com plug it seriously (laughs) I always say like where can we find you like yeah do you have any shows you want to plug or anything yeah this Friday yeah, Friday at, at, at Gidry's Cajun Kitchen oh shit yeah don't do that my my buddy Chad Gidry lives Got a place over in Deer Park, badass. Um, in fact, uh, I'm doing that. Uh, shit, who's all playing? Paul Chris. Uh, we're, we're, we got Kenny King. Got some monster players. Pat Matula. Um, you know, obviously some great food and shit. Um, so it's gonna be a great time. But nice. um, anyway, yeah, that that's kind of like the, the 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 thing that's going on. I'm not really booking right now, man, to be honest with you, and just kind of taking back and riding the low. Yeah. Hey, I, I never booked. I ain't book, I've ain't. i never booked a single gig. <laughs> Bless your heart. Been called and said, I need someone to play the guitar, and then I showed up. <laughs> I, I won't. I need you to be here. I, yeah. I won't book. I tr- they won't book me either because I treat them like shit. Well, I, I like it when them, them booking agents is doing it for you. And mm-hmm. That saves everybody a bunch of headache. They, I, I, I rub their names all through the dirt. Half the people that want Dalton to play text me and say, hey, is Dalton available? Yeah, because they're afraid to take I don't know why. No, I think because you don't know whenever you're playing. I have the whole calendar. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'll be like, organization <laughs> is a lot to do yeah. with. You know, again, I'm not the most organized individual, and if I can, I can sub it out to somebody else. It's usually the best deal. Oh, Cindy does that for me. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I got a podcast calendar. I got a show calendar. Like two, the two bands he's in. Yeah, I got all this the extra stuff he does and this shit. I'm like, Pfft. yeah, on my personal just, calendar, my work calendar, his work calendar. You mean I unbutton my shirt and make women swoon? Just that's what I'm there for. <laughs> Old swoon. And I'm gonna play in it <laughs> and organize it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Is that okay? I, you want to play man, a song? Rock and roll. Uh, I don't care, man. Yeah, play me a song. Hand me Come one. on, dude. Play hand a song. Me, hand me the guitar. You did the band, though. <laughs> I will try. You <laughs> <laughs> could be in TV or like on a movie. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his face that does all the commentary? Let me try. Whatever you want. No, you're like in your face shit, man. <laughs> Only whatever you got, dude. 
Walk through the door, said you were leaving. You can't stand my ways anymore. You look surprised, I'm not grieving. No sad goodbyes, no words of war. I'm going down to the tavern. I'm gonna drink myself insane. I'm going home with my remaining jail. I'm gonna deal with this my way. I'm gonna deal with this my way. Been living hard. It's life called music. It takes its toll on this old man. You're on the stage, still picking and grinning. You need a place to take your stand. I'm going down to the tavern. I'm gonna drink myself insane. I'm going home, I'll remain jail. I'm gonna deal with this my way. We're gonna deal with this our way. Sorrows, get that broke ass out of bed. We're going down to the tavern. We're gonna drink ourselves insane. I'm going home with the ballroom angel. I'm gonna deal with this my way. We're gonna deal with this our way. We're gonna deal with this our way. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you don't hear shit like that no more, bro. I know, I like that a lot. That was awesome, man. Dude, you got you're the slay those legs, bro. I can never do shit like that. I liked that a lot. I was entertained the whole time. Here's one I wrote in Nashville. All right, get to me. She didn't have two quarters to rub together in her curvy jeans. She was such a lovely creature, so I paid off a preacher to marry us up in New Orleans. Makes a lovely Mexican with a lonely Cajun man. There ain't nothing like a Mexican lady. <laughs> Salsa, sassy, and jalapeno crazy. It's Creole cooking, slice of life. Mariachi every night. My Mexican lady loves me right. Cultural appropriation, man. <laughs> Mix Louisiana loving with habanero hugging. It's a recipe for love, just ain't bland. 
My perfect margarita, my little senorita that gave her heart to a Cajun crawfish fan. <laughs> yeah, she gave me her heart. Found sanctuary here in these two arms. There ain't nothing like a Mexican lady. <laughs> Salsa sassy and jalapeno crazy. I like that one too. That was awesome. So are you Dude. married now too? No. He's just dreaming about it. I don't know if you're married to Dude, a Mexican lady here. <laughs> I really like the um, the C sharp on the D. That's awesome, man. Nerd. And then you hit the C sharp with your pinky. That's that's a hard chord to sing to. Oh, that was watching the little pinky. <laughs> I'll go 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 gadget pinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a, this came out of nowhere. What a great song. You don't need me to tell you that. But wow. That was a good song. It's a catchy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, dude. You can tell you're the OG, man. I can <laughs> you've been doing this a long time. That that was a kids kids now couldn't couldn't write songs like that. That was awesome, dude. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna tell me shit, man. That was awesome, dude. Yeah, Give me another one. Give me one more and then we'll end it. You can go to hell. The hell I go to Texas. I've had my fill of every place but home. Take away these sea deadlines. Put me on a one way flight. I'm leaving out of here tonight. But just consider me gone. I walked into this ritzy of ritz to put my cares at bay. Here playing games with this young thing up around Chicago's way. Well, the wine did flow, my ass did show, my past I gave away. With a heavy tongue, she knew where I was from as we left, I dared to say. You can go to hell. I've had my fair love every place but home. Take away these shitty lights, put me on a one way flight. I'm leaving out of here tonight. Just consider me gone. Well, don't look me out, cause my southern draw held my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots of this cowboy's hat, or oh, the way he likes to play. Well, so here's to all that made me smile and loved along the way. And here's to all those good looking things that turn and run away. Well, you can go to hell. Texas, 
and my fellows every place but home. Take away these shitty lights, put me on a one way flight. I'm leaving out of here tonight just to sit me gone. Put me on a one way You know that's right. Just consider me gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that took me home right there, dude. Awesome. Yeah, you got it. In the words of Davy Crockett, you can go to hell. Man, thank you, dude. I, I love that. Yeah. And the hat is back. Yeah, I feel normal again. <laughs> back to your normal self. <laughs> Dude, that was freaking awesome, man. I like it. Yeah, y'all come check what it out, picker. Cody. Or Finne is it Phineas Rev that's going to be out there tonight? Uh, or Friday? It's going to be a derivative of. Okay. Um, same, it's the material. Gotcha. Phineas Rev is the material. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a vibe. It's a whole vibe, yeah. Damn, what a picker, dude. Fuck. That's what he said he, he was. He set my game up. I'll check this out. Watch this. <laughs> give me a good one. Give I me think a good, that was cool. Give Watch me a this. sick lick. Oh. Well, it's got me back in prison once again. I used my only phone call to contact my daddy. Got 20 long years. And dust in the baggie. <laughs> Chip and them went to a, uh, he did a concert over in Houston. We went and watched the show. And then like two or three weeks later, me and my kids took a little trip. My family, we went up to Dollywood and did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm hanging around and like green guitar and like, I'm hearing this motherfucker pick in the back. And I'm like, who is that? I got my little one with me. She's 12 or 11 at the time. Uh -huh. I said, come here. And we go scooting around. Hello and behold, Billy's back there jacking around on the guitar. And I'm going like, he gets up and I ain't. I already know how to treat a star, you know. I kind of walk up man, randomly, like, hey man, uh, I seen you down in Houston. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I wanted to pick with him bad, but I had my kid and I couldn't get in that 
Yeah. That like get the that mind space, frame yeah. right. But that Billy mindset. Yeah, it had to be it had to be right if I was gonna yeah. sit it. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't even try. <laughs> I would. But not that day. It was, yeah, it was you, the could, wrong, you could. I, I wouldn't even the wrong mentality. I wouldn't even give that a shot. <laughs> so I've been brushing up waiting for the, the real deal. One one more time we're gonna get the throw down. I think it's so. It's just a matter of time. I think you can make all those things happen, dude. I'll help you. No, you know, going to. Going. He just said he's going to. No, this is putting universe. If you think it, I already got. If I'm you build it, some, they will come. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I live my life that way. I wasn't <laughs> a po- I wasn't a podcast host until I was. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> well, and then they now say I fake am. it till you make it, man. But sometimes it's just doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, you got to put it. I mean, it's anything's better than nothing. If you don't get out and start doing something and you don't start projecting that, then you're never going to achieve whatever it is that you're going for. And I don't give a damn whether it's podcast, music, or construction work. I mean, you've yeah, got to put some initiative behind it. And most people don't, don't get it. And, man, you've got a great startup. I appreciate you having me out, truly. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. I, I can you. honestly say... You can say come that, back whenever you want. So I'm I, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just going to say that I can honestly say this has been... Uh, probably the most enjoyable podcast that we've done or I've done in my opinion this is probably my favorite podcast because I've just enjoyed sitting and just like talking and picking your brain and you like I'm being really I've got a a lot more up in the old yeah no you should come back for sure yeah will you come back like I have people that I like enjoy and like I told Jason what's really cool man is we don't live that far apart yeah come back anytime you want a bunch of traffic but you know yeah, you come back anytime you want. Just tell me the well, day. Cool. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you come For back sure, yeah. anytime you want. I promise. <laughs> yeah, no, I've enjoyed. I had a blast. Sitting and Thank talking. you guys. Yeah, I mean, JT's truly. the only one that's taken me to the account. The only person I tell everybody. I mean, I don't have people on my podcast I don't like. And but I tell everybody come back. But JT's been the only one. Marcus, I'm not sure to come back. <laughs> Marcus came back. Yeah, Marcus came back, but JT came back. He'd be like, "Hey, I'll do it every week." So, man, it, it you ain't gotta got... start somewhere. And I think, yeah. that, dude, you got a you got a cool thing going on here. And dude, don't 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 stop doing what you're doing. I mean, I, like I, I noticed it, and and like I really did. I, I started seeing some. some oh, vibe thank and I was you. Like, hey, what? What's he doing? <laughs> and then like I watched it, and again, it's just kind of I don't know what algorithm I'm getting of it, you know, but. It's cool. Yeah, it's just I, talented bullshit, individuals. Bullshit, that's algorithm. Dude, I think you just keep focusing it this way, dude. And I got some friends, too, that we can come back Oh, over yeah, again, dude, you know? yeah. Uh, give me some people. Get some people on. You'd be my co-host. Bring your yeah. little corner guy. Didn't you say he was supposed uh, to come with you? He's not much. He, he was going to come tonight. That's what you said. He's going to come tonight. He can come he next time. He just wasn't getting dressed. He, he was like, Willie, you wasn't getting dressed, lazy bitch. You liar. That's okay. It's okay, <laughs> Willie. You come next time. Yeah, bring whoever you want, dude. We're gonna get Chip on here. Chip needs to come. Chip only fans. Yeah, now that you know, you know how it is. Now, yeah, oh, I got, just, a, I got a vibe for it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Drink some beer. I will, and I will come better prepared next time. No. Yeah. I, Fuck a six pack. No. I'm bringing an eight ball. <laughs> We're gonna have some fun. That, that's how many. <laughs> that's how many of these other podcasts or interview radio motherfuckers. Oh, Willie's they, watching. He's got Freebird again. Were you? Yeah. You want to do Freebird? Man, I. Man, you can get that anytime you want. Yeah, Freebird. <laughs> no, Freebird again. I wrote a song called oh, Freebird again. <laughs> I was like, he didn't play it. He didn't play it once. What the fuck? Well, hey, <laughs> hey, Willie, we want them to go check out the the album 
and and tell me if it's it's podcast worthy or not. Yeah, Willie, if you come on, we'll give that. We'll get yeah, that. Yeah, we need on. to go check it out. He will definitely come next time for sure, especially if he just watched it. What's up, dog? He looks like a cool cat. Appreciate the hangout. <laughs> I'm just oh, looking at his picture. He's <laughs> crazy. He man, he's drove me through everything. He, he's got me out of some sticky situations. <laughs> <laughs> he made the album cover, so he must be a pretty yeah, cool shout dude. Out, shout out, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all well thank y'all so much i love you everybody that watched yeah um, check out phineas reb cody kuba yeah check out phineas reb please um check out uh check out the bible because some of y'all need to go to church i've second that emotion yes some of y'all need to go to some of y'all need to get straight with the lord i love yes. y'all hold on let me turn the live off don't say anything you wouldn't want <laughs> rock on Facebook. peace out mom to hear <laughs> Sorry, Mom. I love you, Mom. Bye, y'all. Sorry I showed my butt crack in the beginning. I know. Uh, someone at uh, your twin flame asked if you're going to show your boobs. <laughs> Jake, Jacob. you can see my butt. No, Jacob.